right, we are live and broadcasting here from FETC, and we don't know what's going on. Can you hear me? I can hear you, my brother. And I can hear you. It is Matt Joseph. Um, flew down out of Boston today, and we have... Oh, the, the one and only Brit Salakis, all the way from Australia. I like, you don't have to look at me. You can look right here. I can't look down there, <laughs> but you're just there. I know. it. We're right across. And from I'm with the hardest working man in EdTech, <laughs> Matty Joseph. <laughs> What is going on, everybody? So we're just going to kind of wing it here for the next couple hours. If you are here down at FETC, stop in. Uh, feel free to grab us a drink back at the uh, tables back there. And we're just going to kick this show off. And as we do in our profession, it took us about a half hour to get set up. We got crap all over the place. We were tested microphones. We were just trying to figure this out. We already have a comment. We have a comment from another country. Boom. Well, well we have a comment from a home country not another country a different country than where we're sitting right now well we are okay i'll give you that so um well welcome everybody welcome to fetc if you are anywhere in the area swing down we're going to be here for the next two hours we'd love to hear from you we'd love to hear what you're doing at the event the fun that you're having we've already the viewership is already kicking up we didn't even know what we were going to do we're like you want to have fun with this i i want to let's get jonathan's comment off of there and I want you to see the sponsor right down there, Avid. Thank you for these. The noise-canceling headphones are awesome. Big shout-out. And I feel like I'm at a drive through I may be shouting. I don't know. They might hear me next door. So, um, Brett, as you have a sip of your Coca-Cola. My uh, lemon juice. Lemon juice. As people are walking by, we're going to leave the guest spot open if somebody shows up and wants to, to come in. Um, we're going to interview them. We're going to talk to them. If not, it's going to be you and I for a couple hours. So for those of you who don't know me, and then I'm going to introduce you. My name is Matt Joseph. I am a district leader from up in Massachusetts. I'm going to be the doing this working man in it. Tech. <laughs> I'm going to be doing this for a couple days. We're going to be back here tomorrow night and I'm going to be live for the next three days at FETC as well as doing a few sessions as well. Uh, I'm a district leader from Massachusetts, the former principal. Uh, current district leader and the CEO of X Factor and part of Codebreaker Inc. And all of this is coming together and it's pretty exciting. Well, my name is Brett Salakis. Uh, I'm maybe not the hardworking, the most hardworking man in EdTech. That's definitely a Matt Joseph title, but I am the handsomest man in EdTech. Fair uh, enough, fair enough. Undisputed, undisputed. I ran a poll. I ran a poll once. Really? Uh, how, yeah. many, how many people voted? Oh, look, it was an offline poll. It was an offline poll, just me. We're getting waves already. People we got waves. In. We might have guests already. We gonna, oh, could have our, you could have our first guest. Good. We're doing very good. So we I are think, live. So the, we are live. Would you the like good, to, you like to sit down and be our first guest? Do you recognize the face? Oh, I can't hear you. Sorry. There we go. You got to unmute her mic. I'll tell you. Oh, oh, there we go. Do you know what? You are live. No, no, no. You are live. Microphone is on, you're alive, and you're on the camera the already. Look, look, sorry stuff here. Hey. We have our first guest. First guest, just coming through. Um, I am Brandy Bajron with VSEG Buzz. Oh, yes. Caught okay. him off guard. You did, because we had a chance to, to meet and, and do the podcast. And, and, and before. Before, and you're local, right? Yeah, just got, just got in. So, so I, I'm so excited that y'all see the flair. Everything is just so awesome. It, it is great. So, yes, I did not recognize you, and I think that's going to happen over the next few days where we meet people online, and then you come through, and, you know, I had that 
quick, like, I really don't know who this person is. And then as soon as you Randy, said it, it's because he's rude. It's okay. No, that no, is not it, true. He's very rude. They, I heard up in Boston, they are rude. <laughs> well, Randy, you know, there's a saying the for Massachusetts friends that I won't repeat. Mm -hmm. I don't know what that means, but I'm just going to agree and believe but that it means. But that's all right, because down here in Louisiana, it's all right. That's, see, a, that's see. deep south, southern hospitality, <laughs> all kindness, lots of love all the way from it's Australia. all good. You are our these, first uh, guest. So because you're our first guest, introduce yourself and tell us a little about yourself. Hello, everybody. I'm Brandy Bajron at Bees Tech Buzz is my Twitter handle. I am an academic technology coordinator for Episcopal School of Baton Rouge. Public school for many years, retired, and now I'm doing the ed tech coaching thing. Love it lots. Um, forever librarian, we'll always say that. So, yeah, I'm just getting down and settled and ready to learn lots of stuff. Monday is going to be slammed, y'all, but be sure to come see me Tuesday morning. We're going to talk about Discovery Education and Sesame Workshop and how they work together to do some great early childhood things. And then Wednesday afternoon, we're just going to do some little ed tech hacks and how I survived and make it work. And you're going to learn all about my failed it, failed it and um, how I turned my failed it into a nailed it. Awesome. That this is exactly what we wanted. Someone to just roll in off the street, not really rolled in, but she's attending the event, talks about her session, and your um, Twitter handle was BS Tech Buzz. At BS Tech Buzz. That's me. BS Tech Buzz. So stop down. Thanks for joining us. Thanks for coming in. And um, are you staying here? Are you staying? Yeah, we're right here. So if you're here and our weather gets wonka doodle, you can cut through. <laughs> wonka doodle. Wonka doodle. You can cut through the mall and get all the way to the convention center and never get wet. I like it. All there's, right. There's all kind of, and please, I see you have something lovely to drink already. Be sure you find that king cake we were talking about. Yes. So as the local, what, uh, give us three recommendations. You know, okay. So, or as many as you want, we have two hours to kill. Like, there's <laughs> a different local New Orleanian and a local Baton Rouge girl. I am definitely, I come down and, Play in New Orleans for fun stuff like that. I don't fraternize it a whole lot. You cannot go wrong anywhere you eat in Louisiana. Well, South Louisiana, North Louisiana, me as a little different culture. But if you're, Whoa, if really? you're it sounds like fighting words. No, it's just controversy. true. It's just true. If you, the deeper South you are, the spicier the food. Um, a little different hospitality, definitely a different slang um, down here versus up there. So you're you're a good places to eat. King cake. You know, it's what? that. That's like a that. That's like that's fighting words. Is now you have, to, you have to unpack. And what you know, king I almost yes. brought you a king cake if they oh, would have had. We're here. Look at this. What? And you can't come up. Go, no, Brett. and it was team a, Matt versus team Brett. It was, Matt's already <laughs> giving you all the love. I'm not even able to ask a question. Get used to come it. On, come on. I had. Um, there's one of our local Baton Rouge places that has bourbon king cake. And like literally, oh. it was soaked, <laughs> but but they sell out of them. And that's, you know, Sunday morning we weren't quite <laughs> we weren't quite there yet with the bourbons. So, all right. So since you are our first guest, you're kind of our test case here. Can you hear the two of us? I'm hearing y'all right here. That's what I'm saying. We haven't not turned on on the computer, but mm -hmm. you can hear us talking to you. Mm -hmm. All right. And can you hear her, Brett? And I can as well. Yeah, I can hear. And it looks like we've got Jonathan uh, on there. He's he's responding to some of the other questions yeah. Yeah. that we've been asking before uh, yeah. Brandy came on. So it looks like we're, we're coming through live. Awesome. Brandy, I've got to ask you a question, though, because Far away. I, I can hear your accent <laughs> and I'm assuming <laughs> you can bit. hear mine. I can definitely hear yours. Yeah. However, so 
surprise, surprise, I'm not from around these parts. I know, yes. Yeah, I know, I know. <laughs> but you, you said king cake, you're talking it up, you're dropping the word bourbon, which is... <laughs> Free-flowing. <laughs> you are in the land of... But you were, yeah. well, you're going to have to unpack, I don't even know, what, what is a king okay, cake? so king cake, like, king cake can be a very controversial thing. Like, okay. there are king cake contests, there are... Um, yeah, it, it get it can get ugly. Different areas have different different favorites. Um, okay. So basically, give me the Baton Rouge well, I'm in Somebody just I got what? Okay, so basically, king cake is a very large cinnamon roll. Oh, it's okay. Filled, there we go. I like that. It's All right. filled. Um, sometimes it can be filled with the yummies like Bavarian cream and uh, bourbon soaked. <laughs> bourbon soap soaked like you soak it in bourbon soaked. like you make soaked. the you make it and then you just let it sit in bourbon and get all that happy oh. for all of it but then <laughs> it's like licensed it. and of course you're seeing all of those beautiful three colors that represent mardi gras ah, the purple green i've got my hat LSU I've got colors there we go what do the colors represent you know we're getting a huge lesson right now Look this, at this. Is, the, this is this is cultural it goes, exchange. It goes way back the the colors are and it, it has to do with royalty rails. yeah you're royal now congratulations ah, a royal royalty. one i'm not sure i will let y'all oh decide. royal yeah I'm struggling with the headset <laughs> <laughs> amongst other things yeah so but in king cake you'll you'll see it it'll be all around it is the it's really the good stuff but it is very controversial as to who has the best king cake new orleans okay. will have its best king cakes baton rouge each area will kind of have its finest but there is cinnamon several, several pieces down here places down here that people will wait two or three hours in line right, to so be able to get it where's the go-to place if i want to try king cake and i'm telling you now i really do want to try gonna, it just even i'm from sure the they're gonna have it at the convention center no doubt at the convention okay. center it, it will be you you can't all right, here's what we're going to do. Anybody who wants to bring their king cake out here for free <laughs> okay. advertising, the first person cake. to bring me a king cake or even just bourbon, unblur um, your background. We'll take, oh, my background is blurry. I will unblur my background when <laughs> I finish put it talking. In front of you. Uh, we'll get a there copy of my book and I might even have a, a something special for you as well. Whoa, look at that. Lots of king stuff, cake yeah. challenge. All king right, anybody challenge. wants to bring down a king cake? We'll, we'll have at it. Well, thank you so much for, awesome. for stopping. We're not kicking you out, but I, I don't want to hold you up either from this uh, riffraff. That the it will be lots. Just... It's lots of people watching. If you have not figured that out yet, people watching is an actual hobby around here, especially for those that are not from here, just close to here. And they're saying the same thing as they walk by, like, oh, my God, look at these two oh, yeah. up there trying to do something. Two. Yeah, they they're will. Say, they're saying that about you. I'm sure. They say, well, who I'm is sure. that handsome devil over there, that Bostonian boy? With all the three different accents, for sure. It's true. Well, <laughs> we did, too. So <laughs> y'all have a great time. Oh, thank I am you. Gonna, I'm hopefully catching y'all Monday. Tomorrow, if I don't catch y'all in DigiSet, I'm going to have my feelings all hurt. I'm going to be all of my feelings. Okay. Y'all have lots of good stuff. You have a great time. Thank Lovely you. to meet you, Brandy. Y'all nice as well. Now. Good to see you. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. All right, so we had a text. Yeah, turn that off. We're getting good at that now. We're figuring this out. Good. We're going to leave that window open for anyone who wants to come down, especially if you're bringing king cake. So we had a text that came through from your number one fan, Christine Bemis. I don't know if she's still live listening. Are you listening, Christine? I could send you a special message. 
who knows? She probably can't figure uh, out the phone, or she's on the bike. All right, well, I'll keep you posted if she doesn't. So that was pretty cool that we'd just have people popping on, and I totally did not know who it was until I saw her. It was rude. I, that, you know what? That's how rude. That rude. I had never seen her in. Do you know what? She's a fan. She's come out. She's come to see you. It's on your show. <laughs> she's connected before. I don't know. Yeah. Well, you, you know how you just see people for the first time in in, in real life, and I, I, I didn't put it together. So I own that. Oh, for one for me. So that's it. Although I must admit, there was clearly a lopsided love. If we're going to do Team Matt versus Team I Brett I today, I think I think it was a no-brainer. I think I think so. One All nil, right. one nil, Team Matt. All right. So Christine Bemis is on, as she was part of the Walking Ed and one of the original Voxer Group folks. I don't know if you want to send a special thank you to to Christine. And if you want to jump on, Christine, let me know, and I'll send you the link. So she's right. not how's, talking how's, to how's me. She looking? is definitely teal. But is it all right? It is definitely all right. I think it looks great. I think it's perfect, and it fits you just. Does it accentuate my eyes? Always. Everything does. Uh, very good. Very good. And right. I, I say, I tell you what, I will, I will say one thing. You know, sure. our friendship goes um, uh, a long way. Uh, I'm going to tell. I'm going to tell a little anecdote of our friendship, uh, and I'm then ready. I, I, I want to tell. I want to tell the audience uh, something about you, and it does have to do with EdTech, surprisingly <laughs> enough. But uh, the last time I saw young Matthew, we were um, – we were that was just the okay for um, – I got was you. The what okay was her name? For that. Hannah. Hannah. She was – Just like yeah. the casino. Oh. Oh, that hazard. Hurrah? Hurrah. I don't Close. know. Okay. Uh, anyway, we were saying goodbye. I think we were in Texas. We were in Austin. We were in Austin, Texas. And I had lost my headphones, and my headphones had died, something yeah. like that. And I had the the twenty odd hour flight back to Sydney. And Matthew Joseph, a guy who I had only met that trip, opens up his his <laughs> headphones. When still in the days when we had the, the string, the, the the iPhone with the uh, the AirPods with the with, with the string, and um, gives me his headphones so that I can not have to sit in silence. For, for the 20-odd hour flight home. But it meant you had to sit in silence uh, for the for, for your flight, for your flight home. But you know what? That showed your other person-centeredness, your willingness to to uh, look after other people, look after your friends. It says a lot a lot about you. And believe it or not, I had my, my um, wireless uh, headset <laughs> that I yeah. had brought, my wireless AirPods that I brought for the flight over, but I actually searched out. I'm looking at you and not looking at the screen, but I actually I actually searched out and I got the old wired no ones way. that you gave me you and I brought them yeah. with me. One, maybe to uh, give back and say thank you, but that's not actually what I brought them for. I was thinking, okay. oh, yeah, just in case, because 25-hour flight it was uh, to come Wow, here, so what is your uh, journey to get around. here? But I was worried that the AirPods wouldn't, uh, the charge wouldn't last long enough in case I didn't, couldn't plug in and all that sort of stuff. So I brought the wired ones gotcha. uh, just in case. So what's your, for those uh, those individuals who haven't met you really and seen your journey and all the great work you do, what was your journey to get here? physical journey to get here literal literal sure. I mean, well let's begin with the literal journey um uh, i know you you did your your, your introduction the, the literal journey of here is i'm an educator from australia as you could probably tell from the accent um i've been working in schools for 26 years um uh, I've, I've done just about every role um in a school that, that that someone can do from from the uh the beginning teacher to, to, to leading a school and to, to wow. helping within um, everything, like yourself, Matthew. Um, 
but uh, the past few years I've, I've been working for the Department of Education uh, in New South Wales, the state that I live in, and, and even this just briefly this, this last year, um, been particularly developing a relationship with uh, HP, Hewlett Packard, and, and really they've given me an, an avenue to a uh, full-time role be, nice. become an advocate for uh, digital pedagogy and digital practice. Like uh, I'm able to go across Australia and just recently scored a promotion, which I'm looking after New Zealand now as well. So Australia and New Zealand, visiting schools, visiting um, visiting systems and, and helping ensure that when, when schools and when systems invest in hardware, uh, that they're also making sure they put the appropriate support for... Um, professional development and strategy around that so um look very very happy with uh with the role the literal flight here sure. um, i fly out of sydney um i had a 15 and a half hour flight um direct to to uh dallas fort worth which i believe at oh, the wow. moment is the longest long haul flight in the world that route from Sydney to Sydney. Yeah, to I didn't Dallas, think so we would go that direction, but that was interesting. 15, 15 and a half hour direct flight. Uh, and I had a five hour layover that had a flight got delayed with a few hours. So I had ended up an eight hour layover. No so, way. <laughs> an eight hour layover. So that, that rocked up to, um, that ratcheted up to what, about uh, 20 odd hours. Okay. Uh, and before I even got on the flight to, to, to get here. So a, a, a few more hours as well. So, you know, 24 plus hours 25 hours virtually to to actually to to get here so no wonder my sleep uh <laughs> it's been a little bit wonky since i have arrived oh well i i can tell i mean i had an hour and a half delay and i was like oh man this travel here it's like that is a first world problem where i had it's, to wait an extra 90 minutes still made it here on time still uh, made it made it here for the show oh, well, we not, but, but unfortunately just the, the plebs like plebs like me we've got to go and coach you you travel in royalty i know <laughs> um, first class up the pointy end of, of it linen sheets and um uh, canapes and <laughs> linen sheets no i don't know about that wow. mosaic though jet blue i got to give a shout out to jet blue they're always good to me um and and i literally i'll have to give a shout out to jet blue free of charge for this one next one feel free to give brett an upgrade on his way back um, I left my iPad on the flight. I was so urgent to get here. I was so excited to see you. I get a phone call and they're like, well, and it's funny because my tickets are under my email, which is Dr. Matthew Joseph. So they're like, Dr. Joseph? And everyone's like, oh, my God. Dr. Joseph. Save, are Dr. you saving Joe, lives? Joe, calling Dr. Joe, Dr. Joe, Dr. Joe, I, where I never, are you? I never would pick up, but it said JetBlue on it. I was like, hello. And they're like, um, did you leave an iPad on here? And I was like. As much as I wanted to admit I didn't, I was like, I think so. Because I was fortunate enough to have the whole IRO to myself. And it looks like we have a few guests coming in as we speak. Coming through, we Ooh, have... Oh, here right. they come. Here they come. So we have this set up. We got a whole yeah, crew look coming at in. Look the hug so straight away. Is, oh, we got a few Brett, Team Brett going on. We have Jenna. How are you? <laughs> so we're going to... Hey, hey, hey. This is great TV. Live hugs. There we go. Live hugs. Live hugs. Hey, brother. You can give me a hug too, man. Hey, man. Cameras as well. Nice to see you. Hey, how are you? There he is. Good, good, good. So feel free to jump over there. Come on here. Who's going to go up first? 
Oh, well. Okay. Well, so well you got to sit here. You can listen to me talk so as much as you want. Kick up I'll team. say any of the fancy words you want me so to we'll say. We'll get the E-Twins on to kick up the international flair for you two. So um, I won't ask how you two earned your beads because it's a live educational show. So so if you two just want to head there, the camera's live. The mic is on. Oh, now I've heard that. Is that is that... Is that a myth or is that true? We're not even going to talk about that. Oh. Right We're going to have these amazing educators on. So the way we have it hooked up, because we've been trying You're to figure it out, the mic is live. Can, you can hear us, right? Me, no, no, no. Just like no, no, don't worry. Yeah, 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 we can. Yeah, so we couldn't get – I had a splitter going on. So, hey, anyone out there for EdTech want to give us a better splitter than I have? So. <laughs> Look at you, the hardest working in EdTech, <laughs> even in his own podcast, still grinding, trying to get more sponsors. Can we get someone who, who, who stocks uh, splitters to come down here and, and help Dr. Joseph? He needs a little bit of a hand with some of his pod, uh, pod setup or podcasting setup. Well, we wanted to get some food, too. What was that? King Cakes. All right. King so Cakes. We've already been talking. Have you tried King Cakes yet? Uh, no, yet. Well, I've. Are those like with those colors, right? Like the yellow, green, and purple cakes? I that's what so. I believe. That's, that's yeah, yeah, we I, had them like last time we were here. Okay. Oh, so, very good. They're uh, right. Good? So, good. for our second guest and our first international guest, Preston is a guest. Well, tell us a little. First international? Oh, I guess I don't count as You're a guest. Co host. Co host. <laughs> You're a host. You're the assistant to the host. Okay. So. <laughs> So, fellas, take it away, and you can just talk right through there so that poor Brett does, hasn't figured that part out yet. No, that's, that's okay. all right. That's all right. <laughs> you know what? The people this know – this is a professional outfit. The people know I'm – people watching from home understand that I'm looking at, at the people next and, to me. And literally – and, guys, we'll get to you, I promise. We are literally over text like, hey, dude, I'm going to get in like around 2. Do you want to just do a live podcast from the lounge? Let's do it. And we're like, okay, so this is how we're just winging it, having fun. <laughs> and um, so take it away, guys. Tell us a little tell bit. Us who you tell, are. tell us your oh. story. Tell us your story. Go. Um, yeah, I'm so, Alberto. And I'm Mario. So we're from Spain, actually. Um, Hola. Yeah. Hola. <laughs> <laughs> so we um, we were here in the states for eight years, and then we moved back to uh, to, to Spain. Uh, we were here, yes, uh, teachers. We were teachers for eight years, fifth grade and sixth grade teachers, and then we decided to go on our own, and then move back home, and just uh, start our own consulting firm. And it's what we are doing right now, and we are loving it so much. We love to help educators, schools, institutions to, to transform their practice and to prepare students and grown-ups for the, for the future and for the present. So tell, tell, tell us a, a little bit about whereabouts in Spain are you from? Salamanca. Salamanca. It's west. West? West, so next it, to Portugal. It's next to Portugal. What's Salamanca famous for? Uh, the oldest university in the world. The oldest yes. university in the world? Yeah. Wow, fantastic! Yeah. Uh, what what does your consultancy company special specialize in? What's your what's your? Uh... Uh, so we are doing. I'm gonna to talk to the mic. <laughs> yeah, talk to the mic. Talk yeah. to the mic. Um... <laughs> Look at that! You've got it. You've you've only been here a few seconds, and you're already doing it right. I, I haven't figured it out yet. <laughs> so uh, we uh, we focus on. Uh, we always say like three different things: digital transformation. It's very important to include technology. Um, Pedagogy transformation because technology is nothing if you don't support that with a good approach and good way to teach. And then the third one is uh, cultural uh, transformation, which means that you need to change the mindset of um, the faculty and administration to be able to make all of those changes. Because uh, we always say that if you have two of those three aspects, but you don't have the three of them, it's not going to work. You need to have um, good, good digital transformation means that you have a good Wi-Fi, good 
devices, good everything. And then uh, you have the right tools to be able to teach what you want to teach. Then uh, you need to be able to know how to teach that, the right approach, the right uh, pedagogy. And then the third one is to change the mindset. Change the mindset of uh, faculty, change the mindset of administrations, and change the mindset of, uh, of parents as well. Like we, we always say that's like a holistic transformation. Like we add those three factors, X factors, Look at that you segue, like bonus, bonus, <laughs> bonus points over there. Bonus points. Bonus points. So that is awesome. So for those of you watching out there, either live or on replay, make sure to follow them. If you do not, eTwins um, Twitter is below and scrolling to the bottom is their website. So make sure to check them out. All the great work I've had the pleasure. They also were in the intro. Look at the skills that Matt Joseph has. That was very, very impressive because I was actually just going to verbally ask, how do people get in contact with you? Where do they yeah. go? Uh, and then the, the website's already scrolling around the bottom, the eTwins.com. Yeah. <laughs> there you go. So one of the things that was always impressed me that, that you do is you work here in America from Spain teaching the Spanish courses. Can you talk a little bit about that as well? Because I know you do some amazing work with yeah. Microsoft and Minecraft, but talk about the work you do intercontinental. <laughs> so we, we can't get have two parts of our company. The first part is all that we talk about, about like the digital transformation, applying tech tools in the classroom like Minecraft that you just mentioned. Uh, but the other part of the company is a Spanish Academy. So we have courses from beginners to experts uh, in Spanish. Okay, well. It's all online. We build the curriculum from scratch. We did it ourselves. And we had like a, a unique model that we follow. And we have, we follow a flip model which you learn the content before coming to the class. Then you come to a class with our us or our facilitators and you apply what you learn. And because we think it's the right way to learn a language because sometimes you go to the class and all you do is memorize or learn the content, but you are not actually applying the content in a meaningful uh, context or a meaningful situation. And that's what we do in the, in the, in classes. So the authentic connections, authentic conversation, rather than the, the, the rote learning memorization. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. We we were like, okay, um, so like a why spend time or like waste time because in our mind, like to our mind is kind of waste your time, you know, learning all of the rules, learning of all of the grammar. Like if you can do it, you know, like a, in a previous session, right? Because like, like you, don't need, you don't need a teacher sometimes to be able to learn grammar or to be able to learn some rules. Um, so just spend your time by yourself learning all of that with videos, with, with resources that we provide that we provide to you. And then when you come to the class, we're gonna focus on communicate. Actually, like a language, the, the language languages were created to communicate, right? So that's where we should focus in communication, uh, oh. pretty much. Awesome. It's just fascinating to see all these educators come together, come down here to FETC, that the tracks that we have, we see uh, our Atlanta-based Kristen Brooks is here as well. <laughs> you know, she's going to jump on. Jenna Lee, I know, is going to jump on um, as, as we continue. As people continue to just chat with each other. Ah, there you go. I, I had to do a quick Google. Um, the Google. What is the Google? What <laughs> Spanish question. Okay. What is Lika 43? <laughs> ah, licor 43. Licor 43. 
It's a drink. It's a drink. Well, I know it's a drink. <laughs> it is a super sweet it's drink. Super, super sweet drink. Sweet. Like, so if you don't want I to do like have... a sweet drink, Betty Joseph. Yeah. I can tell. Good thing we have it's one very dangerous bed. because you wake up with a huge hangover ah. because of the sweet of it. So like so the... you need to be careful if you don't want to wake up with a huge hangover. You need to be careful with. with and that's that. like uh, when you start drinking in Spain, we start drinking very soon. I'm not gonna say the age, you know, because we are life and stuff, and it's not very appropriate. But we start very early. You know to drink so like people who doesn't like the taste of alcohol of alcohol like they start drinking with uh liquor 43 which is what you said and people mix it with milkshake milkshake, oh, milkshake. Yeah. That, that's the common that's the yeah. common mixing mm -hmm. with uh strawberry milkshake or chocolate milkshake and you put the uh 43 liquor that and spanish is, milkshake brings all the girls to the yard <laughs> 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 depends on the yard but yeah that, oh, i yeah. could see that there you go, there it you is go. awesome it is great. Now, that's the one question. The follow-up question is, how long until we uh, taste test Liquor 43 as a, as a cultural exchange between you two gents and us two here? Is that going to happen Look tonight? Look who's working now. Uh, we can do it tonight. We do or it tonight. even or right do now. Do we do it live? <laughs> do we do it live on the show or do it afterwards, Matthew? We'll do it after. Show. Yeah, we'll do, <laughs> it, <laughs> it, after. We'll do it after. The, the, the Coca-Cola and water we're drinking is perfectly fine. But, you know. There you go. <laughs> Sorry, now, sorry. if the company wants to throw some money at the show, yes, for now we'll call it like the mysterious drink until they pay. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> we can say the real name. That's See, it. This, that's you, it. There you, you go. Tell, they, they, they Just like I'm drinking something <laughs> in Coke, and whoever wants to sponsor this podcast, I might be drinking yours in Coke. <laughs> there you go. Well, exactly. we're taking after Ryan Reynolds. Like he's got the market on between him and, and Connor McGregor. Aviator. Ryan Reynolds, uh, happy to switch to Aviator. 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 Yeah, Aviator. I watched that show. Well. Um, Welcome, yeah, to Rexham, welcome to Wrexham. Welcome to Wrexham. That's it. That's so, are you it. two going to jump on, and then we have yep. our third guest? Yeah, so boys. Thanks for yeah, thanks for having. Me. Oh, how, how do we say? How do we say thank you? How do I say thank you in Espanol? Gracias. 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 I should have known that. That's an obvious. Come on, one. I wasn't going to. Even Gracias, I know that. Boys. I know like Gracias. a handful. Right. Thank, thank you, guys. You. Gracias. Thanks, guys. All right. So we have now. Ooh, I'm excited. They jumping on. All right. So before when they jump on. You go first, it's on your oh. side. Oh, hold on. How about I'll, I'll mute that for you for a moment while you get set. You go, Matthew. What were you saying? So um, I'm just extremely excited to have the two of them here. They are one of my oldest friends, not by age, but by the amount of time I've known them in, in the space. And it's just super exciting to, to continue to collaborate with them. And I'm so proud of the work that they're doing. Are you going to get, you're going to have a seat? Are you going to fix that? Is that good for you? And you do know they have an amazing, oh. amazing book, the Microsoft Teams Playbook. Oh, there it is. Looks so good. So sleek. There it is. So, and Jenna Lee, their Twitter handle is down below. So, introduce us. Tell us a little about yourself, and um, we'll get into the book and the sessions you have here. Awesome. Well, I'm Jenny Long. I'm Sully Clark, and, and we, we are Jenna Lee. We are ed tech speakers, um, authors, bloggers, and actually innovation leaders with Castleberry ISD, which is in Fort Worth, Texas. And we're super excited to be here at FETC this week. Okay, I don't even know how many sessions we have. I think it's like 14. Hardest working group at FETC. We'll oh, yeah, oh, there you go. Wait, time out. We might have to take over this this hashtag he's got running. Hardest working man at in tech. He said, he said it. it. He said it. Okay. No, we, 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 had a, we had a vote. It, it was... Um, official. It was authenticated. The, the <laughs> votes were very, very clear. Uh, 
Matthew Joseph scored the title, the hardest working man in ed tech. Oh, we could be we could be women. Absolutely. Oh, there you go. Yeah, women, women. Hold on. Okay, okay. And I would uh, I'm going to have to clarify that. I, I was adorned with, don't you? No. The handsomest man in ed oh, tech. Oh, okay. Now you're going to be fighting Alberto for that That's the word on the street. One. That's the word on the street. I yes. did hear that. <laughs> on the street, on Canal Street. Yeah. I, yeah. I was in Fort Worth a few days ago. Yeah. Wow. Well, he was I everywhere. Wow. We were too. So t tell us a little bit about what you do and the book. Um, Salih and I have over 40 years of experience in education together. This is our seventh year working together. We were Started fortunate. teaching when they were five? Yes. Yes, we did. She has more years than me. I'm old. Oh. Is that like 35 and five? Mm. Just oh. the split? All right, right. He's and just I'm trying to make up for it. Out. Out. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but we uh, just have loved working together. We were fortunate to move to a new district together this year. And uh, we've always um, worked in a Microsoft district. And during COVID, we just um, just embracing the experiences that our teachers and students were going through. We just have always wanted to write a book. So it gave us some material to write about. And mm -hmm. um, in the book, there's over 70 lessons that you can apply into your classroom with different applications and programs and apps and tools. And uh, we also write about our children. We both have children with dyslexia. And so seeing EdTech tools in real life and using, you know, all of the amazing innovations that Microsoft has Im implemented into their applications has been truly life-changing for us. And so being able to share their stories and how we've used technology and how they've used technology in the classroom um, is a passion of ours. And so we were super excited to get to write it and put it in print. Yeah, and, and it's incredibly... What I really like about it is how practical it is. Sometimes, and what I've always been impressed with your work, is that you could do this tomorrow. I mean, not tomorrow because you're going to be doing a zillion sessions. But if, we are doing it tomorrow. If, if, yeah. If people come to your sessions, when they leave FETC, they can implement it. And for me, as a former principal, that was always important that you would go somewhere, learn it, and put it into practice the next day. And I think that has always impressed me. And then the, the way that you're able to weave in and out of talking from teachers to administrators. So what is the message to administrators to bring this in, some of the work you're doing? Another piece that we're very passionate about is knowing um, our strengths. Mm -hmm. And that's kind of another avenue that we're moving into right now. And we've actually um, worked with administrators in that too. And in the book, we talk about knowing your students' strengths and being able to you know work with them Mel. Hi, Mel. Hey, Mel. What's oh, going on? Hey. Nice to see you, Mel. So we have another country. I think yeah. Mel's from South well, America. Yeah. Well, well, technically, she's from Australia. I was going to say. I was going to say. Where she currently is. Yeah. She's in Colombia. Yes. We're, building, we're, yes. we're boosting yeah. up the Aussie side of things here. And you know what? Mel's used one of the most Aussie words there is. Her first comment there in the, in the comment sheet. Switch up to the one above what you've got uh Highlighter there, good arvo. Arvo, what is All right, that? Tell us. Good say, afternoon. Ah. Say it good again. Afternoon. Arvo. Good arvo. 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 Everything in Australia gets shortened oh. uh, with either, usually uh, uh, like Bredo, Geno. Geno, Leo. An O or an Hello. A at the Hello. beginning of things, like McDonald's is Maccas. Oh. There you go. All right, she's even got her flag up there now. There, oh. there, there it is. There it is. All right. Flying the Aussie flag. I want to be so, Okay. So keep Salo. going. Keep going. All right. So just knowing each other's strengths. Um, Celine and I, and it's something that we've worked through um, in our relationship, is letting go of those jealousies and being able to just empower each other with the strengths and how we work best. And we've be, 
become much more effective and efficient in our work. And so we really um, love spreading that message to um, administrators as well so they can work better with their staff and trickle that down to the classroom experience as well because it makes a huge difference knowing your students, knowing their strengths and being able to you know, really um, personalize uh, that instruction. And I think with teachers, it actually, the way we share information with them and content with them, it came about very organically. Um, we were working at a district that had about 25 schools at the time. We would go in and work with one teacher. We'd help them. We'd go to another school and another teacher had the exact same question that the other teacher had. So we were like, we have to figure out a way to streamline communication and share out you know, answers to these commonly asked questions. So he's created a YouTube show, started sharing tutorials immediately that they could implement today or tomorrow. And uh, mm -hmm. that's how it um, kind of all began is how do we share out information that's practical that they can use and is helpful mm -hmm. for the classroom. And we have uh, lots of principal, oh, sorry, let's say we no, have no, a couple no, really no, good no, principal no. friends that, and now we've moved to TikTok. So oh. Salih Amazing. is on the TikTok yeah. platform, but we have lots of principal <laughs> friends that say, I just go through your stuff and I've learned this. And I know, um, who we talk, oh, it was Jamie that was saying like, <laughs> she used the um, word tune, yeah. you know, just, we mm -hmm. love sharing tips and tricks that even administrators and, and all the way down to students can use right away. And we started using TikTok in, during COVID too, because as you know, we were inundated with webinars and we were watching like hour long oh, things. And so before I knew it, I was like, I'm done. I can't do another hour long webinar. I might like have to like cover my eyes. So um, TikTok became a way to make tutorials in a minute and it's just kind of stuck. They're fun. I also enjoy it for my own personal learning, like I'll scroll through and learn. And then in the next video, I'm laughing and having a good time. So I feel like it's a great way to balance that work-life time and learning. A absolutely. And so we had talked a little bit about, I have their uh, Twitter handles down below. I can't put up all the things that they do. So make sure to go to Twitter, check out all of their work. <laughs> so under their bio, you can He's get soft. to all of their socials. <laughs> well, this is what we do. We got to promote our folks. And as we said, they have this amazing book. And if you can get a copy, get it signed, make sure to check out the Expo booth Tuesday the 24th at 1215. They'll be signing books. They'll be smiling. They'll be doing probably TikTok videos and everything. <laughs> Actually, promoting. we just finished one. It'll be posted in just a few minutes. All right. Yes. Oh, there you go, there you go. I, I like it. And as they said, they are doing a few sessions. Just you a ready few. for this, Brett? Are you ready for this? I'm ready. Go. Oh. oh. <laughs> that. The hardest work. I mean, half of it's cut off, though. Yeah, that's, a rookie. that's a rookie era. I don't know. Showboating. What? That's so American. <laughs> so American showboating. You're like supposed to shorten it, remember, Matto? There, there it is. That's what, like 10 things you got, Rock? Jen, where 14. are you at? Jen, we have 14. 14, plus we have a couple booth sessions. But time out. It's not just us in these sessions. We have amazing friends that we're presenting with, Alberto and Mario, and also Scott Bricker. So. Yeah, so, Scott, you have a fan, so you're going to have to jump in. Here is one of the oh, comments. Scotty. Oh, no. Yes, we have. Scotto. Scotto. So oh, Mel, Mel A. Scotty. Is that Scott in the background? Does that Scott look like him? Oh. So oh, you're being called to, the, called to the show. And, yeah, don't go too uh, far because I have three on... questions. Oh. I've got okay. some cultural questions about Texas I want to ask oh, in a moment. Yes. Okay, good. So we'll you go, go. We'll, we'll talk to Scott for a bit, and then you're coming back up. How are we doing, guys? Scotty. Happy Sunday. Hi, everybody. How are you? Fantastic. So for those folks who um, – just see you in the background but now you're right. in the forefront tell us a little bit about yourself and absolutely. the work that you're doing absolutely so uh, my name is scott bricker i'm an educator from southern california 
I've been a math teacher, a coach, uh, showcase school leader, super active in the Microsoft Innovative Educator community um, as well, a director of ed tech for a number of years. And a couple years ago, kind of converted to my own self-proclaimed educational change maker title. Uh, I have had a couple really significant uh, incidents in my life where I just realized that I want education to be better. And so through the MIE expert community and showcase school, uh, coming to conferences and, and meeting folks like you just saw with the E-Twins and generally just having amazing conversations. And I really, my whole goal in life is to make education better, more yeah. exciting, more engaging, more fun. And I've got two young boys at home and so heavily motivated by wanting to create schools that are really interactive and engaging for them. I was going to say that, 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 that whole line there about building that community. It's, it's true. We are, we are stronger together. Right? Absolutely. Mel and then Mel just posted that hashtag teacher <laughs> connections. I like it. We're oh, on the ball. For you, baby. Stronger together. We love I like Mel. it. She's I like great. it. All of that is, is really coming out in real time. The stronger together piece, the working together. Yeah. I see Manny here from Absolutely. Um, Ed Puzzle, but as we stay with Scott, um, if you don't follow Scott, check out his Twitter handle below. Website is scrolling. For those who check out your website, some of the change policies, some of the work you do, share what um, someone could come away with or what they can go follow. Yeah, absolutely. So I think the, the biggest thing for me has been the focus on MBE, mind, brain, education. It's amazing to me how little in education we talk about the brain. I always use the analogy that you would never go to a mechanic, take your car to a mechanic with somebody who had never studied the engine. You would never go to a restaurant with it's a five-star chef analogy. who had never studied food. And yet we constantly put students in rooms with teachers who have never studied the brain. And it, it handicaps us a little bit. It holds us back from doing the work that we need to do. So a lot of concentration on best practices around the latest research in neuroscience and uh, mind-brain education, and really just best practices in leadership and how to create a real student-centered classroom. And I think that's what I love about being part of this group and the fact that we all came together. We've kind of formed this global collaborative called Five for Learning. Um, just it's, a, it's a, a partnership, and you guys mentioned it, the community. Right. As we've had these conversations over the years, just realizing how interconnected all of our ideas are and how one supports the other, supports the next. Um, and that's how we kind of came up with this package of 12, 13, 47, whatever sessions we said we're doing this. Week. <laughs> that's, so that's quite not, a bit. Just, yeah, super excited to share, work with these folks, learn from them um, and just honored to be uh, kind of in their presence and learn as much from them as they hopefully can learn from me. Awesome. And now I'm so, going to ask the girls in a moment um, a question about accessibility because I know accessibility is such a, a, a key part of what they're talking about. But you've talked a lot about collaboration and, yeah. and, and community. Uh, without obviously, you've got so many sessions. Uh, without giving away uh, any of your, your 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 gold dust. Sure. What's 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 one of the tips for for the people who are who are listening to this live stream? What's one of your go-to collaborative community building? What do you lean on? What tool? do you recommend for people who are trying to either incorporate collaboration into their classroom or trying to uh, connect in with community? Yeah, I think for me, it's, it's still Twitter. Um, and whether you bring that into the classroom with your students, I know there's a lot of conversation around how much social media do we expose our students to, but certainly as a faculty, it's, it's very easy just to get bogged down with what you do in your own building maybe even in your own classroom. Sometimes we have teachers that struggle to even think outside their own room. So I think for me that the collaborative piece is really exposing yourself to the global experience of educators on Twitter and relationships like these, like a lot of these relationships started on social media. 
you know, it's really learning from others and, and realizing that you don't have all the answers. Yeah. Well, and it's, it's amazing that, that our first guest was actually somebody who I met just through doing the podcast and, and coming on yeah. and, and doing some great things. And as Scott mentioned, besides some of the work he's doing, he is, he is packed here. Here is his schedule. <laughs> Again, why, same, why same like, with all this group. It's all the five of us yeah, balancing what, these what together. What did you call it? The five for fighting? Five for learning. Five for learning. Five for fighting. Great 80s and 90s band. Love their music. Yeah. No, we're five for learning. And, and the other thing that's happening, and I know, Brett, you're trying to get a word in here, but what I, what I love about just coming and doing some things, we're having like a side conversation in the chat with Jonathan from Australia and, and Mel from South America. Aussies representing, brother. <laughs> there it is. We there. aim high. We aim high. We're a little country. We... <laughs> We gotta step up. We gotta have big voices get on the world stage. <laughs> I like it. So you had a couple questions. No, I was, then... I was gonna say, you mentioned you mentioned one uh, word very very quickly, a, a throwaway. I knew what you were talking about, um, but this is hashtag not a sponsor. Uh, we're going to talk about Microsoft. You, you, you mentioned yes. the MIE community. Yep. And for those people, for the uninitiated who don't know what M MIE or MIE community <laughs> oh, sure. is, but we're all talking the same language here. I I, I know the acronym, but um, if if you're dialing in and we're talking about community and and, and you are someone who, who is not a sponsor, Microsoft, if you are in the Microsoft, uh, uh, we're looking for sponsors, right? Go for it. No, uh, it's my, yeah, my for, if Microsoft are in, interested. <laughs> Absolutely. Um, Please call. But uh, yeah. Uh, yeah, what is MIE? What's it stand for? What's it mean? What, what did you get out of it? Yeah, so uh, Microsoft Innovative Educator. The, the brand is shifting a little bit to Microsoft Educator and then MIE Expert. Um, is like the group of it's about 700 to 800 educators from around the U.S. It's a global community. It's global. Community. Yeah, it absolutely is. But in the U.S., Australians are well. Big, big in Australia, big in Europe. It's a very powerful community. Um, but it's basically a group of educators. You have to apply to get in. You have to show that you, you're using tools like OneNote and Teams and the accessibility tools and all those things um, to really improve the student experience in the classroom. So. It's, it's about learning from them, realizing you think you know OneNote, and then you hear about, you know, OneNote breakouts, or you hear about um, the OneNote class notebook toolbar, or access, you know, dictation, immersive reader, those kinds of things. And it really just, it's a, it's a mind-blowing way to learn from others who are using these tools in the classroom. We can have great ideas, and I could pop on your page and think of seven things that I never would have thought of, that you're doing amazing things, and now I bring them in to my classroom. There's no reason we have to keep that private. We should share that no. with the world. And the community is absolutely all about that. And I definitely was not someone in the Microsoft ecosystem for a long time, as, as the ladies know. But they, you know, reading their book and seeing the work that they do and yeah. seeing how device agnostic it can be and then going to a Microsoft district and then having a chance to meet Stephen Reed at, at Nightscape. We love Stephen. Um, and then having a chance, our most recent author is a Microsoft um, like guru at one point so she published her book microsoft was behind it actually yeah. and some of the work she does with minecraft um so it's definitely a world that i've started to to enter into as well so shout out to to namia over in india we got to bring all sorts of people in, in, involved as well and um so we totally appreciate that we got a couple i recognize that bee that just walked <laughs> over is he from canva okay Yes. So we'd love to grab a couple other people to have them, have them jump on. Please do. Thanks, you guys, very much. Appreciate having you on. You thanks, thanks, for, thanks for jumping on. Absolutely. Happy to do it. Or uh, Canvas. Oh, yes, get your, uh, get your companies right if you're going to be fishing for sponsorship. I know. Hey, Manny, you jumping on? Oh, well, they're, they're 
how, how about we have a do we how about we have the Texas girls? Oh hold on. Oh they want back. Oh they're ready? Alright. We on yeah. You're back on. You are, I just am so excited to read this book. Yeah. 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 So excited. It feels great too. Mm. Can't wait. So what were the questions you were going to ask? Oh, so I have three questions. Okay. Um, they start serious and they become less serious as the as we go. So three okay. questions. Uh, and Manny, you're going to be up next in a, in, in a minute, right, brother? Sure. Yes. Yeah, yeah, you're up. You're up. Where am I? All right. Yes. Where am I? Yes. Very good. Hold on, hold on. So first question, I, I, I know accessibility is at the core of a lot of what you do. Um, and, I, and I know... Uh, uh, how important that is! You, you spoke before about uh, both of you, both of you having children who uh, have dyslexia. Um, if what, what I, I just asked Stephen a moment before, what was the tool or what was the format that was very important for community for yourselves? If you had to recommend something for someone who wanted to enhance accessibility in their teaching practice, what, what would you recommend? What's a what's a good way to start? We could say it on the count of three because I know we're thinking the same thing. One, two, three. Immersive one. reader. <laughs> <laughs> I guess they're not. Good thing it's a live, oh, live show. It's uh, in one note, yeah. though. So, yeah. Immersive read reader. The book. Find the book. Just go into the book. You'll find it. There's so many tools there. All right. How about we unpack both? Why is OneNote so good for accessibility? Oh, okay, good. Okay. OneNote well, just has it all in there. Yes. You have dictation. You have immersive reader. You have math tools. Mm -hmm. You have You have everything. inking. Um, you have translation. It really is the ultimate tool. Um, but for sure, Immersive Reader. The thing that we do love about Microsoft, too, is all of it is, like, embedded in their app. So you don't have to go here or go there or add this extension. It's it's all built in. Um, it's 100% free. It's non-stigmatizing. Uh, integrated is important, right? Yeah. Critical. And we have, we have, I, I saw Julia. I saw my But... Immersive Reader, unpack what Immersive Reader is. Oh, so Immersive Reader takes your text and removes all the distractors and then um, gives it to you in any way that you would like to have it read. You can change the voice, uh, male or can female. Can I have my Australian? You can, you can actually. Can. My, uh, my Siri talks to me in Australian. It's really oh, nice. Because you know what they say, <laughs> sexiest accent at FETC. We've had a lot of just off-the-cuff polls here. Off-the-cuff polls. Off-the-cuff polls. I, did, I, I just read a quick poll. Sexiest accent of FETC. Spanish accent was second. Uh, oh. yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was thinking Texan. I yeah. mean, we have yeah. accents. I do love a southern yeah. accent. Yeah. Just careful. You watch out. You just watch out. Austin is not it, it, it. <laughs> um, Awesome. So we got a couple Wicked. more friends. Wicked. We got a team, team Brett here. We got oh, I'm going to come back for those more salacious questions later on in the Brett's evening. going to have a one-on-one. We're going to get naughtier and naughtier. Okay, no, it's not. Who's up? Who's up? Uh, all, all, all above the belt. Okay, well, that, that's make it better, but that's okay. So jump on in. We have one of our amazing guests who will be part of the Digit Summit tomorrow. Yeah. Now come in to so watch out because that mic is live. Oh, okay. Away. Yeah, got it. All right. So for those folks, Manny is signing autographs. I don't know what he's doing. Now, Julie, I'm watch because you're next up. Which camera? Where's my camera? <laughs> the one that's in front of you. <laughs> So for those guests who are watching, viewing, we continue our international flavor, by the way. So 
tell us uh, who you are, what you do, and your role in the space. Okay, so I'm Eugenia Tamez from Monterrey, Mexico, and I work at the Digital Citizenship Institute, and I bring all these conversations about using tech for good to Latin American uh, countries and Spanish-speaking communities. Tomorrow, we're going to have an amazing event called Digit Academy, in which different stakeholders, educators, and ed tech tools are coming together to use tech for good. I like it. And I just sent your picture to Mary Alice, who landed, so she'll be here in a little bit. So yeah, yeah. And going to have a lot of sessions. And on Annie has a fan. I yep. mean, we got this going on here. <laughs> so many. Yes. So I'm Manny. Um, you just work for Enfuzzle. Oh, you can do better than that. Come on. <laughs> okay. So fancy title is uh, Global Community Manager. It just means I talk to a lot of people. That's it. That's all it is. So yeah, I'm originally from Guadalajara, Mexico. Yeah, yeah. Monterrey and Guadalajara. Monterrey, in the Guadalajara. house. <laughs> the, the international flavor uh, just continues. Just, yep. This is a bilingual podcast just about this one. I guess this is global. Sorry. This is almost a bilingual podcast we've had. Espanol yeah. coming yes. left, right, and center. Both times uh, in Spanish. Castilian and Espanol. Oh, you got to tell me more about that. But when I went to Barcelona, it, it's not the same Spanish. No, no. It, it, you will, I thought it was, but it was not. I was like, wait, what? So what does that, what does is that, that mean? The, in Catalonia? In Catalonia, yeah. This is Castilian, Castellano. Yeah, uh, see, Catalonia. In I, know Catalan. My, I know my Spanish history. In Catalan. It, it's, it's like abbreviated, so it's shorter. Sometimes I understand what they're saying, and sometimes I don't. Especially when my boss is talking really fast, I'm like, I lost you. <laughs> <laughs> I lost you. But it's hilarious. Yeah, different Spanish, but both amazing. Yep. I like it. So what are what are some of the things that you're going to talk about tomorrow afternoon? Tomorrow afternoon, we're going to talk about different uh, ed tech tools and different uh, projects that they can come all together to engage uh, students and educators to bring digital citizenship into your school community, into your classroom with your students, and even with a complete uh, community, like having all the families involved. So that's what we're going to do tomorrow at the Digital Academy. I like it. It's super exciting. And that was, I wasn't involved. And then I met Mary Alice. And then the next thing, I joined this amazing team. Yeah. Yeah. Look, at all, look at all the amazing people that are going to be part of this tomorrow. So come on down. You heard oh, already wow. from uh, Jenna Lee. You also are now hearing Manny, who's on there as well. And you're going to have Eugenia. Eugenia. Uh, it's hard enough with the headphones on. I think, I think that we're going to have a session just. How to, so how to pronounce my name. Yeah. yeah. Absolutely. So yeah. check out all it's of It's okay. These. He's very rude with that stuff. No. How did that become rude? You go for rude. it. You no, no. I, 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 no. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. I refuse so, to incriminate myself. Also, if you want to um, see the Digit books, you're going to see this great session. This is at your booth, right, Manny? Yes. Look at that. So talk a little bit about this. <laughs> so we're going to have a big, huge booth with a big, huge screen. And we're like, what are we going to do? Ooh, let's find some friends about how they use Edpuzzle in their classrooms and how they, what spin do they put, you know? And uh, so we just contact a whole bunch of people that are coming to the booth. We may have some sweepstakes because I can't say the actual word. I know other people. We, were, but we are going to be giving away stuff. King cakes? <laughs> King cakes. Right? Um, 
yeah, there's sweepstakes happening that you can come and register. But it's it's literally, literally about giving teachers idea and how to use that puzzle in the classroom. And not just that puzzle, it's like video learning and how do you flip it and make it more engaging for kids. Because awesome. nobody wants a boring classroom. Never. Not, not, not at all. So uh, that is extremely exciting. And are, what else are you hoping to come away with? You know, a lot of people come and they're going to talk about the sessions they're doing. What are the two of you want to come away with besides a great live podcast? Um, like, oh, okay. Yeah. So you're going to, uh, if you're attending the Sheet Academy, you can take like a lesson plan or something that you can put into action at your classroom right away. So you are going to have like these all stations with projects, with active tools that they are going to show you how you can embed it into your curriculum or into your program. And then you can just take a step forward and have a lesson plan and do it right away uh, during our session and take it and take it into action. Wow. wow. So, so uh, I'm, I'm just, still, I'm just joining as a listener because that's, that's just amazing. amazing. I, can't I can't wait to see that. that. I'm privileged to be a part of the group tomorrow afternoon. I can't wait to learn from you. We're actually do some of this tomorrow to get some testimonials and hear some of the great work because I'm a latecomer. I wasn't at all on that poster. I was doing nothing until I met Mary Alice at Nightscape and she's like, Give, Give that, that a try. try. And I was like, okay. okay. Mary Alice. Mary Alice. Yep. The glue that binds She'll everybody. Be soon. She's starting <laughs> The so, point person uh, well, for all the group. Yeah, yeah so, so we look forward to it tomorrow. tomorrow. Thank, Thank you for both jumping on. You got beads. We're going to have to get beads somehow. Yeah. yeah, yeah, we'll have to try it. Thank Brilliant. Thank you so much. We'll see you I think the, the guests just keep on coming. Yes, keep keep rolling. How are we doing? How's John? Hey, brother. You jump on in a moment. We got more accents coming. Amy Bloom is calling in. Coming. Calling in. Hey, Amy, you're on live TV right now. Yeah, we're at the Hilton. So Amy Bloom is on the phone. Come on in. You are live on our podcast. Amy, right now. I'm waiting to meet you. Right, we'll see you soon. He's right, with my so, lunch date. I'm with my lunch date. I see a possible sponsor in the background, too. Is this another one? serious over here. Is this a different one? No, not, this is the same one. It's the same one. I thought you had a whole set. <laughs> <laughs> Miss Wilcock from Maine, how are you, my friend? I'm great. How are you doing? I tell you what, what, what do you want to introduce in, introduce yourself to the, to, the, to the audience, my friend? All right. So I'm Julie Wilcott. I work as Education Products Manager for a company called CSpace. We're a screen-based virtual reality solution, hardware, software. Um, I'm excited to be at... FETC to see what's happening in that space, to see what other people are doing with virtual reality and things like the metaverse. Um, my background is as a teacher. I spent 20 years in the classroom, mostly teaching chemistry and physics. So, and you're from Maine, right? I'm from Maine. Did I All forget right. to Andy tell Walls you that? Andy will be part? extremely happy. Yeah, there you go. Oh, is Andy here? He will be. He will be later. Hopefully, there's a big storm coming, so I snuck out fast before the storm hit. Well, did you? <laughs> let's 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 be honest. Did you sneak out early because you wanted to, to avoid I the storm, or did you sneak in early because you wanted to keep the lunch date with a handsome Australian fella? <laughs> All right. Now everybody knows the true story. It's really going to be 45 and sunny there tomorrow. Don't okay. Get away. Perfect. Well, you, you can't pass up a you can't pass up a night with with Brett hanging out having fun. Now, what do we have for lunch? I you you educated me. Brett learned in about Americana. something new. We went to a place called Turkey oh, on the today. Wolf. Yes. Yeah, it's yeah. A famous Tell me this. Today, baby. Oh yeah. 
and Brett learned about bologna, including how to pronounce it. It's bologna, but <laughs> phonetically it is spelled bologna. I'm not sure how you get the pronunciation of bologna. Okay. And I learned if I ever wanted bologna, which I really don't, but if I ever wanted it and I was in Australia, I would order Devon. Yeah, Devin? we actually, yeah, Devon. We we have the same. We actually have the same thing called Devon. All these years of watching uh, uh, American TV shows, and bologna sandwich is what we would call a Devon sandwich. But okay. I had the most American sandwich I've ever had in my life. It was about two inches thick. Uh, it had mayonnaise and melted cheese and fried potato bologna. I'm so glad I get to share a room with you. <laughs> oh, yeah, you will share. Yeah, in we one, are bunking up, we are bunking up together tonight. One, but, yeah. one, one king bed is even better. It's not going to keep me warm when it's cold, uh, New Orleans night. Whatever it takes. That's awesome. <laughs> you never know what you're going to learn on this podcast. You it's never know. So we're, we're psyched that you came down for, for sure. <laughs> There you go. Very, right. very good. So, so we look forward. To... And what are the sessions? Are you? Are you? So I'm doing a session on Wednesday afternoon at two o'clock, uh, called Virtual Reality: Amazing Race Virtual Reality Style. Nice. Um, mostly, I'm here to learn. I'm here to see what's happening in the exhibit hall and attend sessions. So, but Z Space does have a booth. There will that will be in the exhibit hall the whole time. Awesome. Well, make sure to check that. Do you happen to know the, the number? No, I don't. Okay. Well, check it out. Z-Space. There's, there's maybe one or two vendors there. You can't miss it. Uh, when you go to the vendor list, you just go all the way to the bottom. Go It'll to the be the last one on the list. All right. Well, thank you. Um, thanks for stopping in. You're part sure. of the first initial ever live broadcast from, from FETC. Second one tomorrow afternoon. Tomorrow and afternoon. There's one tomorrow, too. Tomorrow right? afternoon. Well, tomorrow, tomorrow, Avo. That was up in the air because we didn't know if we were just going to get kicked out. No, it's, I literally was like, you want to just do this when I get there? And he's like, sure. And here we, we did go. have security. We had there security was. Was behind us. He was, <laughs> he was ready to move us on. The phone calls were being made. Uh, but but we were at the moment. That, that, your your boyish charm, that little smile, <laughs> that little wink. Hardest man, hardest working man in ed tech. There's no way they could move you on, baby. Right. No. So, well, you thanks for jumping on. Well, thank right. you. We have a Massachusetts folk. Bonnie, uh, you going to jump on? If not, that's okay. You're coming on, I know, tomorrow. We have your friend Moat from Moat. Yeah, we've got a friend from we've got, we've got Moat coming on. Do you want to come on now? Come on straight away. Have two, are you on a, oh, two hold on. Oh, hold, yeah. yeah? Yeah, they've been waiting and watching. I didn't come know if they on were in. Come on up. Making fun of us, or they were they no, were going to no, watch. No. Come on in. I love just walk-ins. <laughs> well, that's now, what watch I out when you walk up because the microphone is already live. Thanks for yeah. The microphone is live. How are we doing? How are we doing? Oh, that's all right. That's all right. I'm doing good. I'm doing good. I need the hugs because this warm-blooded Aussie. Oh, 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 he's getting it. Nice early. Hugs. I got nothing. I thought they were making fun of us. We got products and everything. Yeah, This is Anzac. This is the Anzac specialty over here. This is the where Anzac proud. I couldn't hear him. Is the mic on? 
No, no, no. This is Kai. Is the mic on? This is Kai. There, there it is. Okay. okay. Yeah. I couldn't hear you. So you're just going to have to get a little closer. Oh, the mic is on. That's what you said. Yes. I, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, it took me a little right. while to decipher your accent so then as well. I, I initially thought the two of you are just watching us and mocking us because we're just... No, like, no. These, these, are, these, these are from... This is this is all the way from New Zealand. New Zealand. No way. This international show just got better. <laughs> Go ahead. Take it. And Zach Proud. If you want to show it, show whatever you got going hey, on yo. over there. Your, yeah. <laughs> so this is our little uh, coding, uh, coding uh, robot called Kaibot, designed and made in New Zealand, and it's a screen-free. It's a you know very inclusive robot, so it can uh, scan coding cards. I think we've got some there, and it can also um, scan Braille cards. So kids that can't even see to learn to code, they can do that as well. Oh, I have my Codebreaker shirt on and everything. There Look at go. that. So we've got all these little uh, coding cards. Good. Do you have a Twitter or a email? Yeah. I can throw but, all that up. Um, at, Kai's education. Oh, at Kai's Education. At Kai's Education. Daniel? Yeah, Kai's Education. Just uh, at Kai's Education, yeah. Or at yeah, Kai's Clan. We'll be on stand. Right. What's Cal. Cal? I'll show you. All right, help me out, man. What's K-A-I-S Education. Or you can just go Kai underscore clan. Yeah. All right. We'll find it while you. All right. Perfect. Keep going. Okay. So we just won the um, AI Smart Toy Award from um, the World Economic Forum and the Dubai Futures Group, um, which they're going to put oh, yeah. into the Museum of um, the Future, which is really, really exciting. And the unique thing about all the Kai's education robots is that we blend the physical robot with a virtual world sweet so we always have like kai kai bot kai's clan um we have the physical robot that will drive either on a mars mat or for this robot we've got magnetic tiles and then you can go and see it in the virtual world so the difference between really kai's clan is probably for the older kids maybe eight years plus and that's a STEM toolbox. So we have AR and VR. We've got over 100 lesson plans. Um, it's IoT. These are good. So it's a really, really good little robot that can read all the data. Um, and then Kaibot's a hybrid robot. So like Bruce was saying, we use screen-free coding cards. We tap each card, just like barcode when you go shopping. Um, and then it will play out the sequence that you've coded. However, the unique thing is that this is probably the first robot that will show you when you've made a mistake. So it's a no way. I need system. that. Debug your code for you. So it will really help the kids. And this is from K to 12. So really, when kids or teachers has never coded, this is that first step on the step ladder. And then they can go all the way because these coding cards actually gets converted into Python and Blockly when you're in the virtual world. Wow. So um, as you were talking and listening, Brett, help me out find um, some of your resources. So for those who don't know, like me, it's the first time I've heard about it. Say it again for cans. Kai's. Kai's. Like I, but with a K. Like I, but with a K. Kai. Now, well, right, in so New Zealand, Kai's food. Ooh, I like some food. Yeah, so so Kai's Clan, check it out. Website's down below. When you go to the website, one of the things I saw, and I'd love for you to talk me through this, Big screen, a place where student engagement and learning becomes one. How did you, how did you come up and, and 
with that and what are some of those little insignias works with so um when we start um wanting to teach kids to really um learn how to code um a lot of robots you sort of got your own little robot and then you code it and you know that sort of that single experience but for us it's all about collaboration so all of our projects you have three or four kids that actually work on a project so one kid may be going to do the robot avatars so creating a robot avatar you would use minecraft or tinkercad and you may be a creeper or you may be steve and that is your robot that you now actually code on the mars mat or an amazon warehouse or something like that so we really wanted kids to learn how to code but collaboratively all together you know we're all doing a, a mission together a mars mission together or a autonomous you know amazon warehouse delivery system so we've got different maps for that and virtual environments that go over the top of it and the fun sort of just become one we with a new robot on kaibot we really wanted to focus on maths um, and social emotional learning and literacy so with maths we've actually got um, an author Rudy Neufeld uh, from Canada he's just written a 300 page book for us on kaibot with lesson plans and activities wow. um so yeah if you've tried like a bbot kaibot's the next best thing that's now out there I tell I tell you now I'm going to I I've been I've been aware of um Kai's clan for 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 a fair little while now uh and and I remember doing my homework uh on 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 you all uh, a few months back it is legitimately these they they they're bringing gold uh and I really? tell you one one thing I can say not just about Kai's clan but but about people from New Zealand uh in general if ever you, you can get, talk about the whole country right now. this is actually yeah I, no no it, but in, in all seriousness in, in my in my um in my experience, particularly within the education uh, technology space or, or, or any sort of startup, uh, New Zealand, uh, there is a lot of gold that comes out of New Zealand. If I think part of the secret of, of New Zealand's success, because New Zealand punches so far above its weight uh, internationally, um, I think because your market is naturally so small, whenever we have a startup, whenever we have a, 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 new, a new company or a, or a new thought, or a new concept that needs to evolve it can't just be new zealand centric for it to be successful it has to be immediately globally scalable for it to be a viable uh, idea so the ideas that come out of new zealand if you if you hear of a startup coming out of new zealand and i see you nodding because i i, I think you're in agreement <laughs> the, the, the things that are coming out of new zealand because they have to be so well thought through and globally applicable from their inception they are very very adaptable uh for 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 multiple countries for multiple uses things that come out of new zealand make sure if you if you're ever at a conference or you're ever checking something out and you hear that the id's origin is new zealand give yourself a, an extra moment just to do a little bit more research about that and and Kai's clan is a is a, a really really good example of of, of that exact um, that is case. that's awesome and if you have not heard of kai's clan as i did not they are at booth 3416 tomorrow make sure to check them out um are you starting i think the fender hall opens tomorrow afternoon and then throughout the session now here's the real question who had a longer trip you or brett oh, oh. Not, uh, where did you oh. fall into brett yeah. hello Gloves thrown, go. <laughs> I mean, so we did Auckland, 
LA and then Austin and oh. then New Orleans. I'm a little. I'm, last yeah, time I checked, I don't know. Last time I checked, Sydney is a little bit further <laughs> west we go. of America than Auckland is. That is uh, true. I'm not, I'm not an expert on geography, but I'm pretty sure you're to the east of us. Yeah, yeah. yeah I, think uh, right. uh, I think you're right. I think you're right. All right, all right. We we, we, we went the same direction except I had my stopover in um uh in, in Dallas. So you've you've you went for the softer option uh and, and going to <laughs> LA first. That's we understand that. <laughs> Australia and New Zealand Australia and New Zealand Anzac that we have a lot of love. We have a lot of love for each other. But there's one thing I'm gonna give you I'm gonna give I'm gonna educate you, on some Anzac uh, customs and culture, we absolutely love each other. Australia and New Zealand, we absolutely love each other. But the more you love someone in Australia and, 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 and New Zealand, the harder you are on them. That's how you show your love. I would never be disrespectful to someone that I don't like. Someone I don't like, I'll be very, very Is that polite. why you curse at me every someone day? Someone I love, I do to you. The more, the more I give you a hard time, the more... If you have an Australian that gives you a hard time, that ribs you and pokes fun, that's how we show love. That's okay. That's how we show love. That, that, I just think it's because the rugby, we're so good at, you know, the All Blacks is really hey, uh, the number one team that's in the hard. world. Yeah. <laughs> that's that is, this is getting real right yeah, here. This is getting real. It comes down to rugby. Go the Wallabies. All the, 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 this is the Wallabies year. The All Blacks. The All Blacks will do what they always do. They'll have a three really, really good years. And then when it comes to the World Cup, uh, the All Blacks always fall short. Oh no, we can't have an international war here. Like you know, this, they come on to show their great product, put it up again. Um, there it is. All right, the, like the distance the distance between Australia and New Zealand so would be ooh, probably boat, the width the width of Texas. The oh, width really? of Texas. So the east coast of the east coast of Australia you'd have probably a few hours well to go from a couple of hours to go from Australia over to towards the east to go over to New Zealand. Two islands on New Zealand, or well, two main islands. Um, north has all the volcanoes, and the south is just bloody cold. Yeah, I think we have 55 volcanoes in Auckland where we live. There you oh, go, wow. There you go. I'm going to be in Auckland. I'm, go I'm going to be in Auckland in March. So let's make sure we connect because I'm going to be I'm, go I'm going to be in New Zealand um, for, for a big chunk of March. So let, let, let's let's meet and talk. That sounds fantastic. Thank you very much. Take some take some uh, things as well. I brought that down. One of those. Yeah, we can we can we can sort something out later as well. OK, awesome. Thank, thank you. you very much. Very good. No worries. No worries. Take some stickers too. Have some fun. All right, there we are. There we are, Matthew. I am loving this podcast. It's nice. It's. it's I don't it's, even know it's, if it's a podcast. It's us just broadcasting, talking to people. Broadcasting. This is just. This is just Maddie and Brett having fun with their yeah, friends. Did we lose um, Bonnie? Uh, did we lose her? We have some people in pink shirts. I don't know if they're part of FETC or not. I think the beard is. I think is that Mr. Canva. I don't know. I think so. I don't know, but it, we'll, we'll go get them over here. Oh, I'm going to go. Oh boy, here they come. Here we go. Here oh we go. boy. Oh, dear me. It's trouble. Here comes trouble. The Bills are Yeah. The Bills are playing too. I promise I won't mention one thing about the no Bills. Bengals. Okay. No. How you doing? How you doing? Hi. We are in morning right now. Okay. The camera's Hi. on. Oh, the camera's on. So who do we have hi. today? 
I'm Deanne Polian. Amy Bloom. We're kind of upset right now. We didn't realize we're going to be on camera. Well, <laughs> this is what this is how we roll. You know what? Those teas away, hey. So um, we won't talk about the. the we game. won't talk about. No, uh, okay. We won't talk or, about the Bengals. Or, no. Or, or, or we won't talk about the Tigers jersey, although no. not the not, not the Australian the, Tigers, not the Bengal Tigers. Oh, the, or the nachos that you didn't get. <laughs> no, we, well, we did get nachos. Oh, okay. But what we can she talk about is all. the great work that you do in education. So tell us who you are in the work you do in education. Now that we've thrusted you into the live broadcast. <laughs> Um, I'm Amy Bloom. I am the coordinator of instructional technology for Erie One BOCES. I oversee all the technology for the CTE, which is the career and technical education, as well as special education. I'm Dan Pullian. I don't have as many titles, but I um, <laughs> do you have one? I do. I am a technology integrator for a district in Western New York. And before that, I was a secondary ELE teacher. Um, so yeah, that's, that's my, my thing. And we're kind of caught off guard because we're mourning the bills right now. Yeah, so you need to the bills right now. Yes, be patient with us in our time of need. That's okay. So yeah. one of the things I will say is that I'm always impressed when I see you in your session with how much you just go all in. So <laughs> the last session I saw, we sadly had it at the same time at Nicecape, but I walked by your room and I thought that the Toys R Us was going out of, oh, sale, yeah. out, out of business. <laughs> and you're like, if yeah. you need to put your stuff somewhere, just put it in our session. Yeah. So for those who have not experienced an amazing session with the two of you, talk us through what that looks like and so how it works. We have two sessions yes. together. One is uh, eRobots. It's elementary uh, focus robots and it's really just a play session it um, really is more of a play shop than yeah. i would say a workshop you yeah. come you learn about how to implement yeah. coding into the everyday elementary classroom and you but have a chance to play yeah you don't is, listen to us talk the whole time because no, that's not fun we just say hey here's our robots go play because teachers need to play otherwise they don't know how to how to use the robots and they're scared of them and so it's super exciting to have the opportunity to share the robots. And, and I always like that you are having just as much fun. Oh, as, exactly. As yeah, we're playing along with them. It's all about the playing and learning or the flirting. That's why I say it's more learning. I like it. I am such so, a dork. And yeah. is that your Wednesday session? That is. Yeah, the, yeah. All right. So it, it, that's funny that he knows that night. I know. So, and we don't even have um, it together. But all yeah. right, so and check then, it out Wednesday. Here they are. The two of them jumping yes. in. What's it? Cobots? Is it called? E-robots. E E-robots. I like elementary it. Elementary robots electrifying the elementary classroom. Yep. And I then like it. our session on Thursday is all about creativity. Um, I think the actual title is like creativity with a dash of AR and VR. Um, and it's all about the idea that we want our students to be creative. We want them to be creators and not consumers. Um, and we want to give them opportunities to learn different platforms in order to show their creativity um, and just kind of break the mold of like the, you know, Google it's about the process and, more than the product. Yeah. Like it's about the navigation and the journey and the learning endeavor before it is about anything else. That's and, essentially what it is. And we really like to just get a little messy. Yeah, cultivating that creativity uh, because we need to hone us and focus in on that because. There's not many opportunities in the educational institution where it allows you that availability or that opportunity to just be creative. And it doesn't matter as long as the information's there, what the end product is. We have to let go of 
control and then end product. No, and, and, and I'm going to jump in. For those of you who do not follow the two amazing educators, check out their Twitter, scrolling below. Follow them. You're going to learn so much. You're going to see their sessions, having fun. One of the things I see a lot of, and I want you to debunk this, boys do coding, boys oh, no. do STEM. No. And here's no, two female wait. amazing wait. educators. Talk to us. So this, Tell me I'm wrong. It's completely wrong. Um, and I love this. So last year was the first year I ever taught computer science class, and I had no idea, no idea what I was doing walking in the door. And I co-taught it with another teacher who had no idea what we were doing walking in the door. But we were willing to take the, the challenge, face it, and we had one female student in our class and a, a bunch of boys that I don't, I don't really know how they got there, but they got there and they, and they did it and, and they learned. And this year we have an amazing class of coding. Um, we have a few students, a few female students that are rocking awesome. I mean, they blow you out of the water. Awesome students, um, awesome coders. They outcode yeah. our boys in this classroom. By well, far. that's just it. Like as a yeah. female gamer and coder herself, like that yeah. was like the biggest power that I had in my classroom is that you can do this. I taught Vex Robotics as a Vex Robotics coach forever. And yeah. just getting those females in there and showing that they can yeah. do robotics and, and they our, can do coding. All of our CS classes mm -hmm. at the high school actually have at least one female teacher yeah. for each Absolutely. of the classes. Like Mike Dresick is the only male teacher that teaches computer science and he co-teaches it with another female teacher. So we're those, rocking it up there. Those men are like just hanging on. Yeah. yeah. But like I think females but, take... The females in, in our district see that females are teaching it. Why not? Why can't they take it? That but way? I also always appreciated the male presence because I feel yeah. like females in the real world have to understand that they have that competition and yep. they have to have that assertiveness yep. and they have to learn how to play in the same playground as the male components. So yeah. Absolutely. bring it. I, it is <laughs> so speaking of, of playground, I think you were... Uh, Deanna are part of tomorrow's Ditch Sit Institute yes. as well. So look at this amazing lineup tomorrow afternoon. Um, the fact that I'm a part of this is like surreal to so me. So tell okay? us your involvement. Um, so Mary Alice came to our district my first year as a technology integrator. So I came from the secondary ELA classroom and went into this position not having a clue what I was doing, um, just being really excited to keep learning. And um, we just hit things out of the ballpark. I mean, we, we did a ton of stuff in my district and we ended up having this huge digital summit at the end of the year. And our kids, our students from, I think as low as third grade through seniors led sessions for our teachers during a superintendent's day. So they came to our wow. school on a day that they did not need to and they were stoked to do it. And our students were so empowered and our teachers were so excited to learn from them and learning about technology, learning about digital citizenship. Um, it was amazing. It was amazing. Awesome. And so I'm going to be talking about that. That's mine. Well, that, that's amazing. Have you two, have you met? No, I haven't met no. you. No, 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 no. <laughs> Amy and I have messaged. I was looking forward to meeting Amy, but you said, said about gaming. You're a bit of me, I go old school. I like Mortal Kombat or Mario. <laughs> yeah, but I will listen. I I have three teenagers myself, and I'll play against them. And I appreciate the gaming. I did run the esports um, league for my region, so I think there's a lot of value in learning about gaming. When I was a teacher in the classroom, I taught students how to make video games because there's so much to it. There's the ELA component. 
there is the social component there's the rules component there's so much to gaming that is oh my gosh i run an esports program at my school that's yeah. amazing yeah well I, I, even even that just just what you were just saying there, just to unpack that, you're talking about the importance of actually having people being actual creators, not yes, consumers, but being creators. Yes, the creators, yes. But meeting, meeting children where they're at, actually not, yes. not dictating to them where we want them to, to no. go or what we want them. Knowing that they want to play esports, they, they, they are exactly. gamers, they identify as mm -hmm. gamers, this is where they are, this is where they're engaging. Meeting them where their need is at, where their interest exactly. level is, engaging there and then giving them a pathway to create and learn those skills on that that's vital that's yeah, absolutely exactly. and it's not even like hindering them there because it's like when i talk gaming i gave them um a plethora of platforms in which to create those games so they also got to choose the platform yeah. in which they wanted to create so we talked about genre we talked about story writing we talked about a plethora of aspects that go along with gaming and then we talked about um, so what some of my seventh graders would do is create those games and then they would pilot it to their second, third, fourth graders. And then the second, third, fourth graders would then assess those games to tell them how well they were doing in there. So there's so much more. There's marketing. There's real world yeah. experience. So we are going to be able to have a gaming course in our curriculum next year. Michael oh, that's awesome. Oh, wow, wow, wow. Mostly co-teaching. I'm not really sure how it's all going to work out yet. But... We've gone from having one computer science class to having three in the last three years to having a new elective next year. And wow. it's all about gaming and it just really supports our esports program and all of the things that are outside mm -hmm. of the gaming aspect of it, you know, the marketing and yep. all of the shout casting and all of those other things that come along with it. And so it's not it's not just about the game, it's about everything else that goes along with us. We're so excited about so it. So while we're on the subject of gaming, and I know I'm gonna come at it from a different lens. So as a former principal, I always hear from both parents and teachers, kids are too much screen time. So how do you take the other side of too much screen time when you're promoting game-based learning? Well, it's also this Before social Before you answer, aspect. hold on, hold on. <laughs> They're I, it up. They're I know, we got you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm like, hold on, hold on. Before you answer, I'm not asking as Matt Joseph. Take control of the podcast, Matthew Joseph. <laughs> I'm asking as a community who's trying to promote this. I think having our students in our esports lab is having and giving them an opportunity one to play for some of them they don't have systems at home to play two it's such a team building environment we set them up in teams mm -hmm. we have them playing each other for practice and it's not just about gaming and and we are like i have ears that bleed when they say bad things you know like we are talking, you know, we're talking about the safety of having a classroom. You're still in our school building, mm. but they have a safe environment to come and play. I'm and take we it, offer a lot of different games for them to play too. So I'm going to take it on a personal level. My oldest child who is on the spectrum, who is not very athletic, who has a hard time fitting in socially, gaming is his thing. Yeah. So if he could find his way Pathway in, to success. his way to figure out how he could fit in a society and do something that he loves. And within that, from a mama bear, looking at my child who's almost 17, learning how to socialize through yeah. gaming because there's such a social aspect that we just negate, that we have to foster and hinder in that moment. 
there's so much more to it. It's community. It's, it's, yes, there are, but everybody used tech for good and everybody used tech for bad. It's just yeah. fostering that moment and making it a teachable moment. I've got to say, I, I, I think you've answered the question very, very well, but I think I think it's a, a dodgy question. I think it's a false question what you've asked. I'm sorry, Matt. <laughs> well, see, this is what, so what we learned before you came on, when you're nasty to someone, you really love them. You I know? do love you. You know I love you. I, you know I love you. I, 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 I love you very well. But no, I've got to, I've got to say. No, we love each other too. Oh, there you go. There you go. Now, do you know what? It's a false question because... I think we need to rephrase the question because I, oh. I, I I think it's a maybe it's a question from several years ago when we talk about too much screen time. I think it's a layover of when we just used to have TV and the screen was TV Agreed, and yeah. was Agreed. sitting down there. There's there, there's different types of screen time, so yeah. we, we we can have just that 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 passive. You're sitting in there, they're passive, and you're just you're getting that whether that's from TV, whether that's from YouTube, or whatever you you, you seem to be consuming. There's the possibility of having games where you're actually on the community and you're and, and you're and you're, exactly. you're connecting, and then there's or you're even creating. Like, and you're creating. Okay, look at the creative mode. Well, that's that's exactly where I was going to go to. Like my son, when they took away the creative mode and put it into the education realm, for um, what's Minecraft. that? No, no, not even Minecraft for Fortnite. Yeah. He was shocked oh, because right. he played Minecraft not for the fact of playing Minecraft. Or not Minecraft, Fortnite. Yeah. He to loved connect. creative mode. Yeah. yeah. He loved building his own games. Yeah. But that's where like they have Mario now where you can build your own games in Mario and have other people play. Mm -hmm. There's so much more to it than just like getting on and just sitting in front of screen time and consuming. There's the creating, there is the community. It's it's revolutionary and we need to embrace that. We really do. Absolutely. I, I think I think that's it. And that, that's why I think when we are presented with that type of question, a question about screen time, rather than answer that, I think we need to make sure that we're helping people understand that we need to rephrase that, that it's not how much screen time are we getting, but it's unpacking well, what type of screen time well, it's is your child. It's engaging. Yeah. Scott, um, Scott was here, I forget his last name, um, was talking about brain science. And that was one of the things that I talked about. How are you engaging with the content? If it's active participation, creating, yes. learning, teaming that's well i'll tell different. you what engagement we've got john neil who's sitting behind you a little yeah, bit he's from, gonna from Mo. he's going to yeah. talk uh, and that's exactly what yeah, he's that's exactly I'm what in. he's about team you, out you guys are awesome it's been you great no thank you what's happening. <laughs> we're here don't go anywhere don't go too far <laughs> there you go brother how are All you right. nice we've got you. more accents more accents that i have a oh, chance God. at understanding oh, here what do we got going on here Hey, John, do you want to introduce yourself? Sure. So, um, look into the camera or at you, Brett? Which oh, I look into the camera. I'm getting in trouble because I keep looking at the person. So, Matt keeps pointing at me. And, uh, <laughs> I, I'm, I, let's look at the camera. I'm going to attempt to look at the camera. But if you're anything like me, we're too sociable and I'm going to turn this way and then I'll go around and, and, and Matthew's going to hit me I, afterwards. I, no, I, I'm going to run the board over here. You do, I don't even know <laughs> yeah, if that's you a go, thing. I just hear people say that. So, yeah, I'm going to so you do your thing. Yeah, so um, my name is John Neal. I am the VP of Education at Moat. And if you're unfamiliar, with Moat, we are a solution that allows for super easy integration of voice through all things Google. So anytime that you would only be able to typically type, you can use your voice awesome for accessibility, connection, and all sorts of other good stuff. All right, yeah. so the with the accent, try to get a little closer to the mic so everybody sure. can hear that. And I'm throwing you well, he, he's he's speaking properly. I don't hear too much of an accent. I think the trouble has been that there's been so many accents on the, all the previous, it, it's been amazing for sure. So, I um put your website down below, scrolling through 
you have a booth here at, at the we session? do yeah so, so for people coming to see your booth tell us what they're going to see sure so um you will see me <laughs> um well that, that's all we need to we, know people we are Come to Johnny. Come yeah, to Johnny. We are, we, yeah, so we have a booth which is uh, 2722. Um, for this conference, uh, we are we are a one-man team, uh, although I am going to be joined by the incredible Eric Kurtz on Tuesday at midday and by the marvellous Jake Miller uh, on Wednesday at 11.45. They're both going to be um, doing some book signings, they're going to be doing some giveaways, and also, more importantly, they're going to be sharing some of the ways in which they leverage the power of voice to uh, help connect teachers with their learners. Now, just checking, uh, is Moat a sponsor of the uh, the podcast yet? It is not. Not yet. So current, currently I not a sponsor. I won't, I won't put him on the spot. Oh. Current, 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 we're current. always looking for sponsors. Well, and, I, will you know, pass that on. I will pass it on to, to because, Will, who will be falling over himself, I'm sure. Well, because be if you notice, I'll have to take down your booth number and your website to see it. But we do have sponsors. We do have people that support the program. And both Eric and Jake actually were guests on the show before coming down here to hearing some of their great work. So Fantastic. we're all about partnerships. We're all about you know, the power of connections and stronger together. Stronger together. That's yeah. true. Well, I, I was going to say, because that was my that was my lead-in just to be able to have my one complaint about Moat. What's that, bro? I went, I, I, I'm going to lodge... I'm, I'm lodging a formal... I'm lodging a formal... I'm a user of Moat. I'm a user of Moat. But my one complaint of Moat is is the lack the lack of a Lenny Christus at the booth. Yeah. What's the <laughs> that, story there? That, that is a problem. Well... Well, the funny thing is, but she was. Eleni, going... Eleni, if you're online now, I need you to contact here. Like dial in. I'm gonna, I'm gonna call Eleni right now. You keep going. You I'm gonna call do. her. You should do. Yeah. So, um, she is. So she has done some wonderful work with us. Uh, if you do not have Eleni, then please make sure that you connect with her on Twitter and also on Instagram, where she shares some wonderful stuff. Um, super inspirational. Uh, a, a, a founder of a really successful webinar out in Australia. And yes, someone that just is a constant source of inspiration for myself, and I'm sure for you too, Brett. She is. She is. I'm going. I am actually. Oh, I don't know if you can hear that ringing. I am literally ringing. Right I am calling her. It's like midday in Australia. She might be teaching, but we'll see how she we go. Be, she might be at work. She might be. What, what's Not happening much. here? If it, well, it's you know what it's it's, it's going Maybe through we'll the exchange. Oh, okay. I should FaceTime her. Oh, Lenny, can you hear? Yes. Do you want me to send her the uh, link? Hold on. Hold on. Hold on, go. I'm gonna. Hello. Oh, oh I can talk, hear talk, her. Can, can you hear? Sure you are live on a podcast. Live, You're live on a podcast. Can you hear? I can hear you, but I can't hear a podcast. Oh, you can't hear the podcast. Do you know what? I'm, I'm standing. Right here. I'm standing right next to a, a, a young man called John Neal. Are you familiar <laughs> with him? I love John. Yeah. Do you know what? I'm gonna I'm gonna send you a link for. Are you Are you free at the moment? Setting up a laptop, going to work with Moat. Do you know yeah. what? We're actually online live right now on the pod podcast talking about Moat. And I thought I'm going to, to give a shout out to Eleni Christus. Uh, uh, oh, you can put, you can do uh, Eleni's little yeah. details at the bo at the bottom of the uh, podcast. Yeah, yeah, just, live script. We're gonna we're gonna promote orders your... over yes, here. Yeah. Well, so that's tell it, that's me what it. I need to do. She is at well, I'll, 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 yeah. So give me the give me the Twitter handle. Yeah, that yeah, John I'll knows it off by heart. I Go, do. John. I do at Miss. Slope. Yeah. M R S. M M I S S. K Y R. I T S I S. 
There you go, Eleni. You're going to get a shout out live on the podcast. Eleni, I'm going to hang up for you. I'm going to hang up. Oh, there you go. I'm with Matt Joseph right now. He does follow you. I'm going to hang up so it's not too awkward for you. See you later. Bye, Eleni. Bye. There you go. That, that, well, that's my one. That's my one moat complaint. And it's mine as well, bro. It was <laughs> mine as well. I really, I really pushed for it. There you go. You know. But look, I actually have used moat uh, as a teacher, and now I've moved into my my role now where I'm there helping she is. schools. How does, that, does that look right for and you? Helping. There's a Lenny right now. She's an absolute weapon too. Like if if you don't follow her, make sure you make sure you Absolutely, do. Um, I'm getting now. Reach out to her. But moat is is quite special in that. We know that giving um, feedback and effective feedback is one of the, the, the most, oh, I guess, integral, important things that we're Absolutely. able to do as educators. We can set up tasks, but when we're able to give that direct instruction and, and that support, and in a, digital, in, a, in a digital sense, we can say something to a child, but uh, actually when we say it to them live, that they hear it once, that's yeah. it. But being able to do something digitally where they can hear it and refer to it and go back to it and multiple times connect. That's what Moat enables us to do. So do you want to unpack exactly what Moat yeah. is for us? Yeah, so I would I would say that that is actually the, the kind of reason in its essence is why Moat really exploded is because teachers were looking for a way primarily during the pandemic to be able to connect with their students when they were in remote locations. So using voice, it was just a wonderful way, not only for teachers to save a bit of time because uh, talking is a lot faster than it is to type. But what they were able to do was to allow their students to not get lost in any kind of misunderstanding the tone. They just, as you say, Brett, they were able to replay the, the feedback as many times as they want. They could pause it, listen to separate sections. And then over time, what, what we did was listen to our wonderful community and rolled out into all areas of Google Workspace. So outside of Google Classroom and feedback, we launched Mode for Slides. So that was just a wonderful introduction whereby it becomes super easy to put your voice onto a Google slide deck. Same for Moat for Google Forms. So both the creator and the person that's responding to a form can use their voice for that. So great for accessibility if you've got like pastoral activities, world language classrooms, really nice uses. And then we've also got one of my favorite things which we launched um, at towards the end of last year is audio QR codes. And what that means whoa, is- Whoa, 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 don't just go fast over audio QR codes. Yeah, Talk audio QR this. codes. So what that means is just, so the, the fastest way of doing this is if you just go to moat.new, so M-O-T-E dot new, and you can use our new web-based recorder. And what that will allow you to do uh, with a free account, you can record up to five minutes of audio that will be fully transcribed. And if you share that as a QR code, Anyone that then scans that QR code, if it's a praise postcard that's going home, maybe it's a school report, and you want to have that little bit of extra bond, not only between teacher and student, but also so the folk at home can get that extra bit of connection with the teacher, voice is a great way of doing that. And the recipient is able to translate it, the transcription, into language of their choice. I was just, I was just about to say, that's one of my favorite features of Moat, that the, the actual transcript, we get the, we get the audio transcript, but you can actually then click in and it's multilingual. So you record your feedback in English. Get out of here. And then you, you hit on the side and you actually get the, the, the transcript. So we're already um, right up there with the accessibility yeah. stakes. But then you can trans, translate. And how many, how many, roughly how many languages have we got? We have over 30. But, but, but that's entirely... So English, um, Australian, English, American. Australian, American. And, yeah. and, and I would say... But, New um, Zealand, everything. Would, all, the, all, all the languages. 
Oh, oh yeah. All right, so we're we're gonna definitely have to connect your yeah. booth twenty seven twenty two. I put it, it down you below. Awesome. Now, the quick, quick. I, I, I want to do an experiment while, while we're here. We've, we've got the Kiwi over here. Oh, I just really? think, I, I, oh, oh. I we just got think, the Atlanta I, peach over here. The Atlanta peach. The Atlanta peach. Just wait. I, I just want to hear. I just want to test an American myth. Okay. I'll, I'll, can you can you pick between the accents? Yeah, I got. Yeah, I often get. I'm going to shut my eyes. No, uh, no, 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 no. I, I, it's, that's all right. That's all right. Do you, Do you know where he's from? Can you can you pick oh, where he's from? Can you tell where I'm the the country? You mean or the, the specific part England? of the country? Oh, okay, okay, yeah. well done. I, I, I don't is, know because yeah. you probably get what I get. I, get I don't lot, know but... if the Kiwis get it too, but to, to, I, get I always get. Lot. Oh, I, I I love the I love your British accent. I'm not yeah. bloody. I say, I say the same thing, Brett. I'm like, can you not say that? Say so? uh, no, no, I say the same thing. I say, please don't. Yeah. <laughs> for you, for you, it's a compliment. Oh, well, for me, it's an say, insult. Well, yeah, I, I, I wasn't going to say that they ask if I'm Australian. They accuse me of being Australian. I accuse you of being Australian. <laughs> there you go. There. Awesome. Well, it was awesome, awesome to meet you. I'll definitely check out your At least you guys had the right idea in 1812. <laughs> True. And, and if you're ever looking to expand the brand on a podcast or books, hey, feel what, free yeah. to join us. Of course. Okay, Mo, hashtag so future the, sponsor. Good to have you, brother. <laughs> so we go from a kiwi to a peach. Come on, peachy. Oh, look at this. We're going to do a live selfie all the way for Lenny. Mo, where's the Lenny? You're right, though. Where is she? Cheers, guys. So Adam's going to have a beef with you. Beef with me? Absolutely. No. So, there's, so, Adam, there's a bogus poll out there. Yeah. There's a bogus poll. Hold on, though. That, that Brett said. The handsomest he, man at FETC. Uh, that's what I've heard. That's the word on the street, maybe, Bloom. I mean, and then Dr. Adam File comes rolling in and is like, yeah, I don't think so, man. <laughs> you know, it's one of those things, you know, they just stopped and stare when I walked by. Woo! <laughs> there it is. Yeah. They were only you are, the you are very kissable, though. <laughs> All right, you I know felt tingling in oh, places that nice I've never too. tingled you smell before. very nice. <laughs> you know we're an hour and 44 minutes in. And this is why you haven't been allowed in the country for a couple of years now. <laughs> that's it, that's it, that's it. Exactly. So for those the very few that don't know who you are, besides that your Twitter handle is down below, tell us the work that you do and, and now doing with Future Ready. Oh, wow. So um, this is off my kiss. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know. <laughs> You know, I gotta let the fans know that you know uh, I'm, you know, it's, yeah. it's clean and ready. Uh, <laughs> yeah, this has been an exciting year for me. Um, I've been, I just left my school district back in November. Now I am. Uh, I, previously, I was uh, serving in the role of director of technology and media services for the Newton County School District in Covington, Georgia, which is the Hollywood, Hollywood <laughs> of the South. Uh, uh, now yeah, that I am in my role with Future Ready Schools, uh, on Fred. Uh, I am serving as their director of professional learning and leadership. So I'm getting a chance to work with leaders across the country around the future ready framework, uh, really doing what's right for the boys and girls and people in our districts. And I think that's incredibly like just passionate work that I'm psyched that, that you get to do it for those who haven't had a chance to be part of future ready or districts or some of the work that you're now doing, what could they expect from that work? If they 
had you come in or contract with you. I don't even know the right terminology. Yeah, like so, uh, if you if you are familiar with Futurity schools, just take all the stuff that they did. It was already at a level ten, and we're just going to ramp it up times one hundred. Now that I'm there, um, we're gonna <laughs> there keep, it is. Yeah, I like we're, it. We're keep ramping it up and bringing it to you. Um, love that confidence. Good. Love that confidence. Yeah, you know, it's, it's one of those things where we really want to make sure that everybody has the right resources in their hands to do what's right for our students because the biggest focus in Futurity. And really the Alliance, uh, All for Ed is the parent organization. We look at really closing that digital divide that we see, not only with connectivity, but also with what our students are doing in our classrooms. And we want to make sure that all students have equitable access to the resources so they can become the best versions of themselves. And I'm happy to be a part of that work. And, and so one of the other things that for, so Adam talked a lot about the work he's doing for Future Ready, but I've also had the great pleasure of seeing him keynote and do some of the work for himself. So if you haven't had a chance, check out his website that is scrolling down at the bottom, have him come in. I had a chance to see him down in, in Lubbock between the music and the flair and the clothes for those who are looking to inspire. The home district. of Buddy Holly. There you go. Absolutely. You got it. Did you not know that? Are you joking? Because oh. I've been there a few times. Yeah. And Matt oh, Holly. Sorry. Is... Matt Holly, if you're listening, where's my invite to Lubbock, Texas? <laughs> yeah. They have so, good jerky down there. So when you go, you got to get the jerky. Oh, and it's the first place place I ever had potatoes in my tacos. And it's delicious. I've never had them anywhere. Oh, and look who's oh, rolling oh, in. Jen Wallace. Oh, there you go. Oh. I want to know. I just got beat it. I'm not going to ask any questions on that, on how Miss Brooks got and so many beads. I got beads, but guess what? All my clothes are still on. Remember that. You can get beads, you can your clothes on. Oh, there we yeah, go. Family-friendly environment here. <laughs> All right. We just got – so, Adam, we're going to talk about you and your oh, team. We have Rochelle is here. Jen is here. You're going to jump on behind either one Hello, of us. Christian's going to help yeah, with that. It's just getting a little crazy now. I know. Because, like, uh, the crazy thing is, like, I'm here – until Thursday, and then I'm heading to Jersey. I'll be uh, Friday. I'll be in Jersey at uh, Texpo uh, doing their Friday keynote there. So looking forward to bringing that as well too. That's, so that's awesome. So before we got all the guests, I did want to just go back to that for a second. If you haven't had a chance to see Adam's work, it is fabulous. Check out his website down below. I know it's starting. We're an hour and forty-five minutes in now. People are coming in. But I, one thing I don't joke about is his impact on students and districts and educators. So make sure to check that out and check him out as well. So. Uh, thanks right. for, for jumping on. Everyone of course, you, everybody. Yeah, I'm not telling Jen. you, you know. Hey. Um, and here's a cool thing about it. Like I said, once again, you can get beads down here, and you don't have to do anything special. Okay? Is or, that true? You know what? You can I just be Jen, me and be special. In, I'm so. special. Uh, I was in a special class in school You're and everything. So that's I, heard that. I heard that. Yeah, so that's why I got beads. Um, so as Kristen, you know where you at? I don't know, Christian. You want to come up here next? Yeah. And then, of course, we have to get the one and only Jen Wombo. Rochelle as well. Rochelle as well. Queuing up. They're queuing up, brother. We would say, don't forget to subscribe. I'm just going to keep going. I'm not turning it off. It's a nonstop podcast. I need another refreshment, but that's okay. Oh, there you go. There you go. What are you drinking? Water. Mute your mic and, you know, you know, just water. There you go. Okay, what do I put on? There you go. Oh, it's on. You're live. You are literally live already. Yay. Oh, no, don't worry, don't worry. That would, we, we just got to put the microphone in. So we are looking for sponsors to figure this out. Our third um, one tomorrow night, if you want Look, to come this man's always grinding, always working. <laughs> the hardest working Kristen man Brooke, in it. Adam does, you know. Hey, hey. All right, Kristen Brooks, if you don't follow her, check out her Twitter handle, Kristen Brooks 77 
and um, I had a chance to see your website today. It is coming along. It is awesome. <laughs> so talk a little about your work for sure. Yeah, just I'm excited to be here at FETC. It's awesome. And I am going to be doing my first session in the morning at 830 room R8 on Adobe Express. So all so, kinds of things. So for Adobe. those who don't know enough about it, what does that mean? Yeah, it's basically we're going to be creating. So it's a workshop and I'm just going to show folks how to use the tools in Adobe Express. They're very simple to use. I use them with kindergarten through fifth grade and we're going to be creating different items that would be very helpful to teach students in any classroom. And, and what's always impressed me about your work, similar to when I was, we had Jenny and Celia, the, sh the strategies that you show, people who come here and come to your sessions will be able to put them into practice when they leave here. And that's always impressive. And, and, and I know you've had some transition in some of your work and to get back into schools. And why is that your passion? I just love um, working. I love working with anybody that will listen. Um, my big thing is, <laughs> is, is to create more than you consume. And so just really encouraging people to use their devices to create. Um, you know, people say, oh, well, why is that important? Kids know how to get on YouTube. Well, they know how to consume, but they don't always know how to create. And you have to teach, you know, folks of all ages how to create and how to use it um, in a way that makes your life, you know, simple and easy and using the items that are out there that are free because Adobe Express is free for all educators. Wow. And, and I think when you find those resources to bring into schools, what do you see when students start using them? Okay, I couldn't hear you. Sorry, say it one more time. So what yeah, are the he's things- very, he's, he's very long-winded. <laughs> all right, I'll cut to the chase because I see the work you're doing is impactful. How do you see that come out in student engagement? Oh, absolutely. Um, basically giving students something that they can use, like Adobe has really quick web pages that students can create. I had my fourth and fifth graders make those and I really was encouraging them. I said, guys, when you get to you know different sports in high school or when you get ready to go to college, a lot of people are asking for a link to your website. Well, making a website is very involved, but making one web page that you can put your you know essays on or your football pictures or whatever you might want to show um, is very simple to do in Adobe Express. So I felt like that was a great thing for them to learn at a young age and just to take it and use it for whatever they might need it for. And so as you start scrolling through, when you're coming down, FETC kicks off tomorrow. If you see any of these sessions, make sure to stop in, see Kristen and her great work. And if you read through them, as I said to you, these sessions become practice for students. And I think that's the, the exciting part about this. What are you looking to take away with you? Because you are a learner as well. Oh, I do love to learn. You know, question. I really just want to, well, one, I love connecting with the other educators that are here and just finding a way to keep connecting with them. And some of my best friends are here. So it's exciting to see all of those folks. And then <laughs> my friends, um, and then just, I really, you know, I just want to see what's new in ed tech. What's something that I haven't learned yet. And I'll just walk around and find something that is new and interesting. Awesome. Well, for those of you who want to hear an extended interview with Kristen tomorrow at 1140, she's jumping on the Stronger Together podcast. As I ah, said, yeah. we have we have about seven sessions tomorrow live. Um, some educators coming on. Kristen's one of those at 1140, so make sure to jump on tomorrow. But we thank thanks for coming back. You came at the beginning. <laughs> you came back. We are going to rope in. Jen. Another. Did we, did we get back to back Atlanta then? She's in yes, back to back Atlanta. Back Atlanta. Yes, Bulldogs, yes. right? Yes, go dogs. There you go, go dogs. <laughs> I like it. All right, so okay, we, are we, we have something in. special to do. Wait, are we going to do our bit? 
Oh yeah, do you know what? Christian knows the answer to this. I'm not sure if you do. Perhaps your perhaps your uh, I don't. audience might. <laughs> if I was to say to you, Christian, Aussie, 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 you would say, Oi, oi, oi! There, there we is. go. <laughs> well done. Well, thank well you done. for jumping on. So behave yourself because we have Jen. Wilder. Oh, there we go. There we go. Best behavior. Got to do the tie up. Where's the suit? She comes in. How are we doing? Do we get a hug to us? Uh, welcome, to- welcome to everything. Mike. I'm so excited to see you. And watch right, out so- because Mike is live oh, already. Oh. Yeah. Uh, uh, we are live straight up. All right. What do you got? Tell me what's happening so, over here. So this is we've been exciting. on for about. So it's it's amazing, and why I just love this event so much. It's you take an idea, you run with it, and you are so inclusive. It's like just try it. Just try it. And, Let's do it. And, and, and we, I texted Brett, and we're like, hey, we're going to get in Sunday night. Um, one, can I just room with you? And he's like, sure. And the next, like, let's just broadcast live to kick off the event. And we've been going for two hours, and there hasn't been a lull of people coming. We have here. not had a single minute where we haven't had someone. Wait, or does that someone mean you need a drink? <laughs> yeah, we've had a couple. So for um, so for those who don't know you, for some unknown reason, share Listen. who you are and your involvement in the in the podcast. And you can look right into the camera. Oh, I should, shouldn't I? Well, I'm Jennifer Womble. I'm the conference chair of FETC, and we are extremely excited. We're having the 43rd annual FETC for the first time ever in New Orleans. So we have lots of new excitement and new things that are happening, and we are all set up and ready to go. Registration opens tomorrow morning at 7 a.m. You know, if, I, if, if I'm living local and I haven't actually got my ticket yet and I want to come in, I'm somewhere in Louisiana, where do I go to find out Absolutely. more about FETC? You can first go to the website, www.fetc.org. You can register online, um, but you can also register as you walk in. So there will be people who arrive and walk oh, in, wow. and they can register right at the front desk. Perfect. And there's all different packages. You can do premium, which is unlimited workshop, basic, which is concurrent sessions, or you can do free expo only on the show floor. Look awesome. how fast it is. I've been so, I mean, watching in awe of the hardest working man in EdTech. As, no. as you've said that. I love that, the runner. I love that runner. Look at that. Look at that. that fast. This is better than CNN. I'm very impressed. Yeah. So, no, in, in all seriousness, one of the things that's always impressed me, and I've known you for about four, five to six years now, is you're always looking for voices in the field and you get on airplanes and you flew the first time we met she flew up to boston and watched she came to mask which is our state event and, and approached me to say hey do you want to lead a session and it's led to more sessions led to feature speaker led to us doing podcasts in a in a lounge and that's always impressed me about that work and what is it for you that's so passionate about finding these speakers well i will say um you're exactly right i never hire a speaker that i haven't seen speak so with the exception of a few people <laughs> who I've seen a video presentation, so I'm very picky because I want in education technology, the people who invest in coming to the event, I want them to have the very best experience and I want them to have the best trainers, the best professional development, because that directly impacts the classroom. So I am completely driven by picking the very best speakers and unparalleled the best um, pr- professional development because that's what's gonna impact the schools. That's what's gonna impact students. And so I am. I see that direct line, and so that's why I value the speakers so much. I tell you what, as someone who is coming over for his his first FETC, uh, obviously such a long flight, coming over, making making that journey. The thing that I have noticed more here than any other conference I've 
uh, actually participated in is your personal hands-on uh, involvement. It really is a labor of love. This is yeah. not this is not a task for you. You're not moving through the motions. This is your heart and soul. Yeah, 100%. As a matter of fact, the first time I presented as a teacher at FETC was 1991. And so I presented to this conference and spoke here long before I worked at the conference. So it's like in my blood. And so I believe the power of this conference is to really transform schools. Like every single person that's in a session and in a keynote, they are going back to a school district and impacting thousands of lives. And so what we're doing is very important. And right now, it could not be a better time to be in education technology. It is the most exciting. There are things coming to market that we're all trying to figure out how to handle oh, and what right. to do with and having conversations. And you need to have that face-to-face -face conversation. If I'm an English teacher talking about AI and I'm a science teacher talking about AI or a math teacher, we need to all talk face-to-face -face on how we're going to use that, how we're going to move the there's that relationship, that conversation, that time to, to uh, I, I guess, unpack all of these huge things, especially at the moment as exponentially we're seeing so a huge rate of change. I've got, I've got one question for you. Now, I don't know if this is an easy question or a hard question, uh -oh. and, it, and it's probably a little bit of both. Um, FETC, without a doubt, is something different. What is it, from your point of view, that makes FETC so different to, to the other conferences that are out there? It's a good question because I do go to a lot of conferences. That's where I recruit speakers and keep up with trends and technology. I think one of the major initiatives that we deliberately plan for is the personal experience. Like I deliberately want one of the main things you leave with is a connection. So whether it is connecting with somebody in the hallway or in a session, like so we'll have an orientation session for every track because I want attendees to know what, how can you find the best content for you? How can you meet people that will stick with you year round? So I'm, there's a big focus on the connection and the year round connection and that human part of it, right? More so than just the content. It's not just the content, it's the connection. And then later when you leave here, I want you to know somebody so that when you try something new, you can communicate with them and share with them. And then we spread the strategy and improve pedagogy everywhere because of those connections. No. And, and for me, Brett, well, I'm going to jump go. I have a follow-up, you go. Because what I've always been impressed and why I'm so dedicated to FETC and want to support and be a part of it is because it combines all lenses in education. My involvement really when I was a principal and then as a district leader who really was heavily involved in ed tech is that we bring in the, the librarians, we bring in the principals, we bring in the superintendent, or we, like mm -hmm. I'm a part. The Jen brings in all of these speakers that cover education. And I think that's where it stands out, is that it covers the full lens of education and not just a singular ed tech lane. And, and what has been your kind of thought process behind that to have the administrator track and all yes. these different tracks? Absolutely. So one of the most important things that we do is we have focused a lot on strategic decision makers because the teachers might be employing that technology and the teachers might be using that with the students. But we have decision makers who are deciding, can we build the Wi-Fi for you to do that? Can we build a school for you to do that? Can we give you the resources to do that? So we make a priority of really bringing in all the superintendents. So this weekend, we actually at the JW have a superintendent summit that is running at the same time as FETC so that all those 52 superintendents are being trained on EdTech, but they're also coming over. So that's one piece. The second piece is we partner with the companies that are here. So we have a partnership with them. They're not just a booth on the sales floor. These companies we work with year round, 
we cultivate those relationships and those companies work with us in a lot of different facets and they're really partners. So like this year I'm doing a, a panel discussion with CEOs of four different um, companies at FETC and talking about how important that partnership is between the vendors and the school and building those relationships and making products better that work better. Mm -hmm. And we really feel that way too. So we really worked hard to build relationships with these companies. We had the biggest show floor we've ever had 462 companies. It's a half a mile long. It is enormous. Half a mile long. Half a mile long. What's From that? Start what's, at, that in, what's that in meters? About 800. That's almost a kilometer. <laughs> so we go from Hall A to past Hall E is jet is all exhibit floor. So it's. I'm going to get my steps up just working. We're, we're just walking. <laughs> I got my steps before lunch today. <laughs> so it is, but it's exciting because they don't want to just meet you and skin you. They want to say, what's in your school? What challenges do you have? How can our product help students? And that's a little bit different than just being a number or being a scan. You, they really care about knowing how this product is used in school to make learning better. I, I love what you're saying, and, and it links into what you were saying before there about it, it's more than just attending something and going through the motions, actually having that connection, actually being able to build those relationships. Mm-hmm. Now, I, I want to ask you something in that exact vein. Now, a little birdie, I'm, I'm curious to find out how, how clued in my intel is. I've, I've heard you've got about 200 people, first-timers, never been to uh, FVTC before. Would that, is 2,000. That 2,000. 2,000. There's first-timers. First-timers. 2,000 people who have... First time in FPT. I was waiting for her to jump yeah. on that. Exactly. Two hundred, no exactly. way. <laughs> she was close. She was just one zero away. Yeah, one so zero. What we're excited about is because we worked really hard in Louisiana, Alabama, Mississippi, and this region to really recruit people that are really underserved in educational technology. And so we've worked with these districts. We've kind of helped say, listen, this is the training that you need to be at. Mississippi last year for the first time had their first one-to-one initiative statewide. Wow. So in this area, we're really leading a need for ed tech and we've reached out to them. So the fact that we have this many first timers is exciting to me because also since COVID, everybody in your school is now a tech user. So then that we've raised the bar of the number of people in school districts who are using technology and really engaging with it and integrating it. And so they want to learn how to do more. And so they're here. So we're super, super excited. See, I understand how I got my invitation now because she's just um, she's just let let out that she was focusing on uh, recruiting from the the deep south. There is no <laughs> one more deeper south. No one is no one is further south. I actually meant on our continent. Oh, oh. <laughs> but technically, I am the most southern attendee. Although. Yeah. We had a few. I did, we we did meet Kai's New clan, New, New Zealand, yep. so probably technically a little bit more and south we, I than mean, I am. Several people from Alaska. We have lots of people from Alaska. Well, I met two last night. Yeah, yeah. This are far south. They're up on north. You know the other side, <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Well, I know how busy you are. We appreciate you coming through. Thank, Thank you, you for all that you do. Thank you for letting us just yeah. run You've with done things. Such a good job. So Indeed. excited. Listen, yeah. I look forward to a great conference. I hope every single day is magical for everyone. Like, really, there's so much in store every day this year that, like, you could come each morning and have a whole different experience, and it will be wonderful every day. That's what I hope. There you go. There you go. Now, have you, for for the uninitiated, someone who's coming here, a little piece of uh, New Orleans. New Orleans. New Orleans. New Orleans. If I'm going to try something cultural here, what's my... 
what's my must try food or my must try drink? Uh, what am I? Well, red beans and rice is basically a food group here. So that's what know, is that? Red beans and rice. Red, red okay. beans and rice. So we are king cakes, red beans king and rice. Cakes. And king cakes are just out because the first Mardi Gras parade is this Saturday. So king cakes are out right now. So you definitely need king cakes. Um, red beans and rice, and of course, oysters. I have to say, oysters and seafood is fantastic. All the there rest of the food and restaurants right. are fabulous. If anyone wants to bring us some food down here, we'll, we'll <laughs> yeah. give you a free shout out. Any restaurant, we're looking for king cakes, we're king looking cakes. for oysters, we're looking for any of that. Uh, we're here tomorrow night as well. Madame Levers, what's the what's the Madame Levers? What's the little the wax museum? They are oh, that's Madame Tussauds. Is the yeah. uh, uh, that one? Yeah. I'm mixing up. Yeah, you definitely do a ghost tour then. There you go. There you go. All right. All right. All right. So fantastic. We, we can't cut up. So thank you so yes. much, thank Jen, you for, for all you do. Thanks, thanks so much, Jen. No, thanks I'm for so having happy us. I got to squeeze in. Yeah. So we, we had to stay on because yes. my, my friends, on. all the way, my Digit friends, the sponsor of the newest book. There she is. Now there's going to be some greetings and all oh, sorts of stuff. Go, but, we so we're not going to go off. Are you good with a couple? We are, of I'm not going to go off. We've got uh, we got Rochelle. We got Greg. We got a couple other people. So we, you want you good with just yeah? Yeah, let's. We keep rolling. We keep rolling so for, for our viewers out there. We got a few more people. All right. Greg's been sneaking in on my background. If you guys want to jump in over there, yeah. Do you want to, do you want to jump in live now? And I'll get you. A, and then Mary Alice is here. Jamie Donnelly is here. I'm going to wave the waitress over and get us. You need a soda water. Soda water. Well, yeah. uh, do you know what they do? You know, I've been in Tennessee for the last couple of days, and I'm, I, I saw someone drinking it today. Today, so I think it's a, a drink from the south. Some sweet tea. Sweet. You got to drink some sweet tea. Yes. You drink some sweet um, tea. Yeah. Yeah. I'm having something that's about the same shade as sweet tea. I'm going same to. Coloring. Um, I'm going to. You are live, by the way. I know I'm live, by the way. I'm going to show you. What? Oh, that says I love when autocorrect. Oh, you might you might be the hardest working man in edtech, but I watch. I have become friends with this lady, sheerly by her intensity and her workload. She's got to be close to the hardest working woman in edtech. I don't know about that. Can you read that? That's my. Tito's with cranberries. That's not for public knowledge. Yes, that's the Brett Stiller. In, two, Australia, in Australia, that's a brand of corn chip. We're know, two we're hours asking. in, and Brett hasn't but figured that, that out yet. That was the um, the elusive because on the flight they didn't serve any snacks or anything for either flight because of the turbulence and everything. Yeah, yeah, like, so, like I just would like some water. So for those who don't know your work, share a little bit about your work before we get too deep into this with your drinks and stuff. Yeah, yeah, you're, you're up. I'm up. So am I talking to you? Or am I talking Jealousy, to you? You're talking straight. Brett, Brett hasn't what? been able to figure I'm that out hopeless. yet. Yeah. I, I have been looking at the person and not the camera. You, you're a professional. You look down the camera. So for those of you who don't follow Rochelle, her right. channel well, You can talk. Below, I'm going like, to go and get you a beverage. Okay. Thank you. <laughs> well, hello. I am Rochelle, Danae Poth, uh, Twitter, rjanae 915 I'm happy to be here in person with both of these amazing educators and uh, insp inspirers. I'm going to call you inspirers. And other awesome. people that are joining in. So I do a lot of things. I'm a Spanish teacher, theme teacher, uh, attorney, author, blogger. I just, I like to do, do a lot of things. And I do find time to sleep. So that kind there of sums go. it up. Yeah. So what are some of the sessions you're going to be doing here? I know I saw you do a couple booth um, sessions as well. Yeah, I have a lot going on. Uh, I have a STEM session tomorrow morning, a, a workshop. I have a social emotional learning session tomorrow. I also have, I'm doing, I asked Brett to present with me on a session on oh, NFTs. Does he even know that? 
metaverse, Web3, uh, what else? Blockchain, maybe a little chat GPT thrown in there. Let's see, Tuesday I have a couple on artificial intelligence, a couple booth sessions, and then Wednesday another one that's on blockchain and NFTs and all that good stuff. So, yeah, I'll be keeping busy just like you and everybody awesome. else. Yeah. And, and one of the things I always ask those who, who do so much, what do you hope to actually take away from this event? Great question with so little time, right? Um, I, For me, it's always about the people and the connections, even those small moments, just to, to stop by and see somebody that either you've never met or you haven't seen in a long time that you've connected with either at a conference before or in spaces like this. And just to have those moments where you're like, oh my gosh, like you're a real person. Get to give the you know elbow bump or the high five or the hug, whatever it is. So there's that. Um, I'm always excited to go to the EdTech Startup Pavilion and the Pitch Fest to learn about new ideas, uh, to see what companies are coming up with, what's behind their inspiration for creating an app or some resource for educators. Always interested in um, the keynotes, the you know conversations that happen along way along the way to a session where you're like, I'm gonna get to this session, and then. You run into 10 different people and next thing you know, like you've missed the session, but you've learned so much in the process of those different conversations. So I don't know. I'm just happy to be here and to see people for the first time in person. For, I mean, oh, really? Okay. Brett and I saw each other very briefly, oh, but this okay. is like... We met once for about 30 seconds Yeah, now. yeah. So, so right now, this is like 100 times more than the amount of time we've ever spent together. Amazing. And, and we're on... And co-presenting. Co yes. I and we are on that. like extra time. And we got some people coming in. But before you get off of the, the, the call, if yeah. you haven't had a chance to see Rochelle's work, hey. all of her great books, check them out. And if you want a chance to, to, meet, uh, <laughs> to meet her Wednesday at 1145, she'll be signing books. Go down to the, the author sessions check out all of her great work she's also going to be on the podcast as a standalone as well coming yeah. up as well and if you start scrolling through all of the work oh my goodness here are all of her sessions those are uh, mine no i'm kidding yeah, those are yours so get on it thanks yeah. for, for stopping down in this impromptu extra time yeah we got greg babby coming on we got mary alice coming on mary alice you have a great uh have a water coming Oh wait. Greg, you're up, brother. Okay. Greg and I, Greg and I just had that awkward uh, moment uh, a few moments ago. We've been talking to each other for years and years and years on Twitter, but having never actually met each other in person, I did. I couldn't place who it was, and I, I think my comment was, "I think I know you." <laughs> yeah, but I don't know who you are. Greg, do you want to actually uh, talk to you the camera and tell us a little bit about who you are, what you do? And what you're going to be talking about in the FBTC this week? Sure. Uh, Greg Bagby. I'm, I work with, well, NCCE, um, and I also work in a school district, Hamilton County Schools, Chattanooga, Tennessee, where I am the coordinator of instructional technology. So being that coordinator, uh, I get to talk about leadership and technology here at FBTC, uh, talking about different tools and different things. Of course, I originally did not put in anything about AI, uh, but then... Of course, the whole AI explosion happened. Well, it didn't really happen. It's been happening. But folks are actually recognizing it and using it to their advantage or to their ill. Um, so I'll be talking about a little bit of AI as well. And then I'm working with a couple other folks um, doing a tech battle, so to speak, where we're just talking about which tools we love the best. And and I think that's about it. I, actually, there's several more. But um, 
Yeah, I'll, I'll be here doing several more. You're, you're one of the feature speakers. Oh, yeah. And I think that's extremely excited. You're, he cut you, but that's okay. Well, Jamie was there, and I just jumped in front of her. There's Jamie. Everyone knows <laughs> that's Jamie. That's all right. No, it's not. It's an A. So, as, as Greg was saying, so it's it, we're over the two-hour mark, and now it's just meet and greet. But for those of you who are still watching, this is Greg's session. Brett, your computer's coming off. Those are all of his sessions that he's going to see. He's one of our feature speakers here at yes, the event. Yes, yes. Uh, and, and it is amazing. So thank you for all the work that you're doing. I think you're on mute now, whatever is happening over there. I did put myself on mute when I went in for the hug <laughs> there just a moment ago with Jamie. But I'm going to say, uh, before you let Greg go, yes, I think you're right. We're gonna, I think there's going to be a lot of discussion about AI, and, and I'm, I'm sure you're, you're – um, have the same conundrum as I do in that it's something that we, we definitely need to talk about. It's something that we definitely need to address. However, it's also something that I know that so many of us are going to be talking about. So yes. it's how do I say it without repeating what other people are going to say, given that it's so new. Um, so I'm not going to ask you about AI right now, because I know you've mentioned that, but I want to ask, you said you're going to be in a tech battle. <laughs> I need to hear that. Anything that's competitive, anything that's going to come out, someone's going to come out on number one. I need to know more about this this, this tech battle. What, what, what's going down there? So I work with these uh, folks that think their tools are the best. Uh, one lady's all about coding and CS, and the other guy, he's a Google nut. But, Did you say CS hey, or something else? else? We're getting to the point we're going to have to shut bread off. So. <laughs> okay. Uh, but uh, so we're just going to have our different tools and explain how our tool, my tool is better than their tool or whatever. So it's not necessarily a battle. We're not going to come to blows, I hope, uh, because I work with them. And That's I what I want to see. I want, I want to see some uh, That's a new gauntlet being thrown. Well, thank you. I like it. Uh, well, you know. We're going toe to toe. Two men enter one minute. Well, um, I think one woman. Oh, well, that's, <laughs> just, that's just a guess. Man, too much. So much. But thank you all for having me. I, I appreciate it. Absolutely. Absolutely. Jamie, Jamie, don't go just anywhere. just walked away. So, yeah. Mary Alice, uh, Jamie, let's go. We waited for you yeah, from yeah, the airport. Have a great day. I did order, yes. So, I ordered so, one for me as well, so they must be coming. So we are going to wrap up with these two amazing educators because Brett and I have been going an hour and 12 minutes straight. So before you two start, hours. two hours and you 15 robbed, minutes. You robbed us of an hour then. I know. it. So we had Jen Wombo. We've had people from New Zealand, from Spain. We, and when Mary Alice texts me that they're airport. We do need it. We, we might have to put that uh, accent vote back in there. We, had a poll, we, we ran a poll at the beginning of the, um, at the, beginning of the podcast the sexiest accent at FETC. Would be yours, hands down. I don't need to meet anybody yeah, else. So before we start, hold on. Wicked smart. It's going off the rails. Wicked so, what? Smile. Um, oh, wicked smile. Smile. Smart. Like smart, but you you got an H if you're from Boston. Smart. Smart. Yeah, like Matt. That's wicked smart. I'm not even understanding your words. All right. So don't worry about it. Don't worry about it. We're We're just using the the directional microphone. We're all good. Yeah. We are already live. You are live and recording. Uh, My favorite, Mary Alice's live. Just like that, we're live. So before we start. How good did the Bengals play today? Oh. <laughs> we're going to wheel it into it. I'm still showing the love. This is for Dama. Okay. All 
All right, before we start, I have you connected yet that Mary Alice and I were the one who called you in the middle of the night? In oh! the middle of the night. I said you naked. And you picked up. That was me. That's, and it's because I love him so much. I, will, I can be midnight, 1 a.m., semi-naked, and I will still oh, answer. This is why we're going to wrap this up in a minute, but we do want to make sure before we're going to end on this. That, that, that sexiest accent in uh, EdTech's oh, yeah. going, right? Oh, yeah. you see? I'll so, be like your manager. Yeah, I'll, I'll like promote it. That's it. So, for, so if you put my phone number down the bottom for we're anyone. Not gonna do that. We're not going to do that. So what we are going to do, we are going to end where we started with I was so fortunate to join this group right here and to be a part of this tomorrow. And I would love for you to end this because this is tomorrow. Let me take Greg's um, information out tomorrow, 1.30 in room 210, the Digit Institute, which is your baby and that you two are just phenomenal on it. I'm fortunate enough to be a part of it. So, so tell us, us about it and, and tell, tell us why people should go. Okay. What well, that picture, that, that community, honestly, is unbelievable. So we have 1.30 to 4.30. Jamie's the one that said, let's do it as a choose your own adventure. I, I right? Did, I did not. She just wants to give me credit. No, it's the truth. You're the one. You're like, I need more than 20 minutes. I need more than 30 minutes. I remember you saying that. I was like, okay, we're going with the choose your own adventure. Oh, that is true. I did. Yes, yes, yes. And so it's a great opportunity to experience what digital citizenship looks like in action. You want to like share what you're doing? Cause it's awesome. Okay. So I, what I love about this is everybody's kind of bringing their passion projects and saying, this is what I really am loving right now, but I want to share with other people, but this needs to be something that I'm not just showing, but we're doing. Together. Right. It's action tomorrow. Yes. Action. So um, I said, you know, what if, what if we, um, put people in VR into a serene space and showed visually using augmented reality through a mobile app and through um, an Apple watch, the person in VR is gonna have their heart shown to us visually, those that are standing around watching. So we're really gonna show the decrease of stress. Digital wellness. That um, digital wellness within the virtual reality spaces, but demonstrated augmented reality of the beating heart sitting there right in front of us by actually seeing that take place for the person that's in the VR experience. So it, it's just amazing. And I'm so we could not end this without having the two of you on, the, the, the bringing everything together, having Jen Wombolt on, which is where, for little known fact, that's where the book started. She let me just run loose. But it also ended with this. Where one tweet from Mary Alice got us here. Boom. And it, it, oh, wow. She literally tweeted to this young educator in uh, India. India, brother, India. Connect with Matt Joseph. And I'm just a little emotional about it because from that rooted a friendship, more friends, and just connecting. And it all He's has such led. a good guy. He really is. And guess what? He's going to be. He, you are a part of this because you're bringing Look, that. Pictures, yes. Sir. And you're the part of bringing that administrative voice to it. But we're also that giveaway. It's going to be really emotional tomorrow for each one. Teach 10. Absolutely. It is and our swag. And each one teach 10 has been our motto today as we wrap this up two hours and 18 minutes. And we're going to be here again tomorrow night, six to eight. Not each yet. one teach 10. We, we started here at four o'clock just on a text similar to your tweet 
and we have not had a minute where someone hasn't been in that seat. From Spain, from New Zealand, New Zealand, New Zealand, to Maine, to Texas, to California. It has been Australia represent. I'm having a look at the live comments and the live chat. There is a lot of southern southern hemisphere love there, brother. Absolutely, we got beats from Jen Wombold. We got our, our fans from New York. So, you should have seen what he had to do to get his beats. Oh my God. I don't no, know. we can't do that. So thank you both for being the, the closeout of today. They say the best for last, my friend. We couldn't have finished until I knew you were going to be here. I love it. And Brett, my co-host, thank you for taking the risk coming on with me from a random text to be like, hey, do you want to do a live broadcast? We've been live for two hours and 20 minutes. Brother, you ask me. You just, you just call me and I'm there. And, and the best part of my day, as we sign off, is when I walked in and saw there was a king bed, and that's all there was in the room. So thank you, nothing, nothing shows friendship like that. So I hope all of you have enjoyed this two hours and 20 minutes of live broadcasting. We'll be back here tomorrow for those of you who haven't had a chance to check out the sessions. Go to FETC.org. See all the great work that Jen Wombold has put together. Follow her. She's amazing. We'll catch up with you tomorrow at the event and right back here, 6 p.m. tomorrow night. Bye, guys. Thank you. Hey. See you, everybody. Brett, thank you so much. I got a hug.